Net Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck, hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat, starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Six hundred and twenty-one. That's not bad. We've uh, we've made it through damn near three quarters of a thousand. I mean, we still got a long way to go. Seven hundred and fifty is a long ways away. That's another hundred and twenty-nine. That's a lot. Four days a week. How long is that? How long till we get to four seventy-five? What is that? Uh, hundred and twenty-nine divided by four. 32 weeks. That's like almost a year. Although it's not a year. But that's a long time. It doesn't matter. Listen, math is uh, not my strong suit. Hey, welcome to the show. Uh, we, so first of all, my apologies for the late start. I I prioritized my uh, schedule. My Sorry. I know some of you are sophisticated and got your GED. So um, I, I prioritized my schedule. Uh, poorly today and um one of the things that i absolutely positively had to get done um it took me longer than normal and i did it at the end and i shouldn't have so i um i had to start the show late so my apologies we didn't get rolling until about 2 30 ish 2 35 ish something like that but i wanted to get you know all of the stuff that i needed to get done not only for me, but for the show. So uh, there you go. Um, now that said, we do have a jam-packed uh, show for you today. Lots of discussions to be had. By the way, uh, this is one of the new shirty shirts. You like that? Huh? You like it? Uh, look at that. Look at it. You look at it. That's the that's the new Love Each Other shirt. And you can't really tell. I guess I could, I could get up here and show you. But it's got the... Uh, yeah, it's got the little Leo the Lion thing on it. See him? See him right there? Can you see him? Nope, right there. Yeah, it's got the little lion in the heart on it. So, yeah, uh, one of the new uh, merchandises that I have that we're going to be trying to get all this stuff up on the uh, various funny website. So, you buy these. I'll have these at shows that you can purchase as well. Um, yeah, so this is one of them. Um, anyways, tons of stuff to get to, sports and non-sports. Your boy actually watched some men's uh, college basketball this weekend. I watched a couple of NBA games. So I did my due diligence on Sunday while working. Uh, so I have that to discuss. But we have a lot of other stuff. There's a ton of headlines that's going on and some some other stuff that we didn't get to last week, including Tom Brady. I'll just go ahead and and not even tease it well. Tom Brady wants to go into stand-up comedy, and I threw up 
in my mouth when I read that and saw it. Look, just did it again. Look, anytime I bring it up, ugh, I can't help it. It's disgusting, and I, I hate it. So, I don't understand. Let me just let me just. I don't want to start this show with a rant, but God damn it, I don't understand why. When motherfuckers can't do their job anymore, they think they can go and be a stand-up comedian. Okay? Let me just let me just say this to Tom Brady and any other person in the world that thinks, well, you know what? Now that I'm not relevant in my chosen field, I'll just go be a stand-up comedian. On behalf of every stand-up comedian, fuck you. Okay? Just fuck you for thinking you could just roll in and do what we do. All right? I just, oh, God, it's the fucking worst. I hate it so much. Fucking Jeremy Piven. Oh, I'll just be a stand-up comic. Oh, well, I guess you didn't, at least you didn't stop being an asshole, right? Fucking Tom Brady, that stupid uh, porn star. What was that bitch's name? I don't remember. Fuck all of them. It makes me so mad. That you disrespect what we do as stand-up comedians by thinking, well, I'm just uh, fucking old washed-up wrestlers. Fuck all y'all. All y'all. <sighs> I feel a little better. <clears throat> uh, by the way, I got to say thank you to... Hey, Edzy uh, subscribed yesterday. We didn't even have a show, but... Eddie, is it Edzy44E? Thank you for uh, following yesterday. Not subscribing, but following. Also, thank you to Terrence for the eight bits. Mr. Cartwright, thank you. Jared Taylor just resubscribes and happy Monday. That is 13 months for Jared Taylor. Thank you, buddy. And truck driver, Pokey! 11 months. We're so close to a baby. We're so close to a sub, baby, homie. I appreciate you. Thank you for resubscribing for 11 months now. Lambom! I need like a, but I don't have that yet. All right, let's get to the chat and then we'll get this show started. We got a lot to do. We'll get this jalopy headed down the road. But before we do uh, the rest of the show, we always start with the chat, which is the shout out to the chat. If you're new, it's not the past tense of shit. It's me saying hello to the people that make this show possible. You guys, all right, I see first and foremost, happy Oreo cookie day from DJ Maddie. What's up, DJ Maddie? Thank you for being here. I don't think he was first though. Um, let's see who was actually first. Alan Denson was first at 154. My bad, Alan. I made you wait. That's my that's my bad pimp. Terrence was in at 202. Brian Pettis showed up early. Alan Denson. Hello, peoples. All right. So my fault on the delay. Uh, but then welcome in everybody else. Jared Taylor's Heck here. Yeah. Steven the weather guy. Heck yeah, Keith. 13 months. Oh, pimping. Oh, baby. Thank you so much. Uh Jared Taylor is here. Steven, the weather guy, is in the building. Jeff Bell. Yeah. By the way, um, I think it was, was it Eric Resendez was looking for uh, somebody to come out and do some plumbing. And I was like, well, you got to hit up Jeff Bell. He's good people. He's a deckhead. He knows what he's doing. Despite the fact that he's a Broncos fan, hit up Jeff. So, Jeff, uh, if Eric Resendez reaches out, that's why. I did it on the Discord. Uh, John Dory's in the building. Hello, sir. Hey, Sean hates stuff. Just resubscribe. <laughs> Sean may hate stuff, but he doesn't hate subscribing for 12 months, and I don't hate it either. Sean, I love you, buddy. Even though you hate every single thing that I bring up on this goddamn show, I still love you to death. Ah, uh, Fidel. Oh, shit. I just spit everywhere. What the fuck was that? Fidel is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Fidel, how are you, buddy? Long time no chat. Thanks for being here, man. 
Uh, Dick Willie is in the building now. Matthew, LOL. What's up to you, my friend? How are you? Uh, oh, my sweet, sweet Donna made it. That is so good. Alex Villanueva and his awful looking backyard are in the building. Uh, Matthew, I got, I'd like to be in this stream when Daniel Jones signs a $40 million contract and see your live reaction. I can, I can do it for you right now. Let's just do a breaking news. What? 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 Daniel Jones just signed a $40 million contract per year with the New York Giants. There you go. That was it. That was uh that's the whole thing. That's how that's how I feel. Oh shit, we got a hype train going. Look at that. One more Astros fan. Thank you for the hundred bits, my friend. Uh we got us a little hypey hype train going. Let's do it. Church Ever Pookie, thank you for the 25 bits, homie. Alright, uh, who else is here? Let's get the chat rolling. Let's see. Jen, hello, Jen. Thank you for all you do. Appreciate you, boo-boo. Uh, I got Fidel. Let's see. Who else? Who else? Who else? Do that guy. Uh, Mark. What's up, Mark G? Good to see you, buddy. Uh, Aaron J. Bryan's in the building. Hello, Mr. Uh, Super Fox fans. CC. CC, was you really doing cheerleading stuff before the Roughnecks? Like, I saw you with your little pom-poms out. Not like your pom-poms out, but like your pom-poms out. I, okay. Thou shalt not watch anything else from 2 to 5. Oh, she said, <laughs> decky ass to these. <laughs> Is that like Ecclesiastes? Ecclesiastes. I don't know. Uh, Ecclesiastes 13.1. Thou shalt not watch anything else from 2 to 5. That, that should be on a shirt. CC, your, your mom would just die if I made that into a shirt Like did a Bible. She'd lose her shit. Uh, Todd, what's up, Pip? Good to see you, buddy. Thanks for being here. Uh, who else? Evil Death is in the building. You're up in the way of a show up. Pippi Dubs. What's up, Dave? About 63% of 1,000. Thank you. Tony the Handsome. Good to see you, buddy. Little Uzi. No, I'm not showing my butthole on the 1,000th show. The 1 millionth show. I'll show my butthole. i like me a picture of it, though. We got to hit a million shows, though, before I do that. Mark said, can I just say fuck all uh, of this Monday? Mm? Okay. I mean, do your thing, player. What's up, Rudy Ross? Anytime wash hands. Back the fuck up, everybody. Uh, work is BS. Todd's here. Much more educated. I made it through a half a semester of community college. Well done, Mark. I mean, Todd. Well done. Uh, who else? Nightbot ra Raggedy Bitches here. Uh, UH Cook still number one. We're going to get to that. Nasty Nate, what's up, Barry? Did you watch the Chris Rock special on Saturday? I did, and we shall discuss. Let me put it on my list. But if I do forget, which uh, most of the time I don't end up referring to the list. Uh, so things to discuss that I watched Mandal Mandalorian. I don't know if I did that right. Uh, the last of us. I have something very specific that we need to discuss about that. Two things actually. And then Chris rock. Uh, so I will get to all that. Yeah, damn right. Alex Kugum, uh, NCAA basketball was great this weekend. I only watched the one game Cougars in Memphis, but it was a good game. Uh, Tom Brady's comedy equaled Jake Paul's boxing. Oh, that's so good. Evil death. So good. Oh, that's so good. That's, uh, that's exactly accurate. Uh, Barry, what are your thoughts on Brady going into stand-up comedy? <laughs> hey, Tony. I hate you so much. What's up, Keith Sager? Good to see you, Pimp. Uh, T Mac, what's up? Thank you, T Mac. 
Thank you for being here. Hey, what's up, Papa Bane? Uh, Barry, what's up? Just got off work. I, uh, I went in today for more money. Nice. Very nice. Papa Bane, what do you do? Uh, what do you do for a living, homie? What do you do? Uh, excuse me. Total Dallas, how are you, my friend? Good to see you. Homo Astros fan, what's up, man? Thank you for being here. Todd feels attacked. Okay. Joel, what's up, Joel? How are you? Uh, Why am I burping so much? What the fuck is happening? We haven't even done birthday shots. We had... A birthday over the weekend that we didn't get to because our spreadsheet wasn't updated until this morning. And this person was a a deckhead that's been around but rejoined. And when we updated the, the spreadsheets, when they weren't here on Patreon, it wasn't listed. And so it's just a whole lot of excuses. And I failed. I, I failed them as a person. So um, I, I owe it to them and we're going to make it up to them. I promise. Maybe I'll send them a private butthole picture that nobody else will get. I don't know. Um, so we'll make that up. I promise. Joel, what's up? Happy Monday. Barry, did you hear five foot six Riku Nishidi from Oregon baseball player smash his first career home run using a wood bat and his reaction was electric. I've, I don't, did you just copy and paste that and just put Barry? Did you hear? Uh, I did not hear, but that's uh, why are they, Why was he using a wooden bat? That's weird. Barry, do you watch The Last of Us? It's pretty good. I highly recommend. Yeah, we're going to discuss. Uh, oh, Papa Bane said I'm a slave for Bezos for now, at least. Okay, so delivery or uh, like boxing and shipping and stuff. Because can't you get like a like if you just want like a side hustle, can't you just go down and box up shit and just like put tape on boxes and. I think you could do that. Barry, uh, Barry. Okay. Sorry. I've got all these. Uh, yeah, that's what I wanted to know. Evil death driving or, or packaging. There's, there's two or picking, I guess too. Another thing you could do is be a picker. Uh, all right. That's the chat. We got everybody in. I'm through all five pages. Let's get rolling with our, uh, headlines. And then we've got some birthdays and, uh, Patreon shout outs to get to, but let's get to the sports headlines first. Let's go. Oh, Papa Bane confirmed he was packing shit. <laughs> Papa Bane, thank you for your service. <laughs> I can CC coming through. Thank you for your service. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, listen, let's be real. Like I get, I get it. We should thank our military for their service. There's a this brings up a great point, CC. We absolutely should thank our military for our service, their service, uh, because without them, you know, we're not free. Freedom's not free. Unless you're born here, and then I guess it is, but then you don't have to pay for it, but other people paid for it, but then you didn't pay for it, so I guess it was still free. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, we definitely uh, we definitely should thank our military for their service. But there's a lot of people that serve the community that we usually don't thank for their service. Nurses, um, first responders, like police and firefighters. We never thank police for their service. We just give them shit all the time. Never once do we stop and say, you know what? Thank you for putting your life on the line to keep our community safe. Not to the asshole police, but to the good police. You know, firefighters, ambulance, I mean, uh, EMTs. Oh, we should, we should definitely be uh, thanking them for their service. And, and, and doctors and nurses, especially during COVID, which I d- actually did do on stage. I would thank nurses and doctors for their service. Um, we should also be thanking some other people for their service, right? Yeah, garbage man. Great one, Matthew. Think about that. If there's no garbage collection and, and men and women to do that, you're just you're just living in a junk pile. Then your whole house looks like uh, Alex Villanueva's backyard. It's just trash. Um, but there's other people 
we should thank for their service. Strippers, thank you for your service. And obviously, and maybe most importantly, Papa Bain and Amazon workers, thank you for bringing us the shit we don't need. Thank you for allowing us to overnight a moo that we bought spur of the moment when we were shit-faced drunk or high. You know? Thanks for thanks for a, a same day and me a box of pins that I really didn't need, nor did I need them the same day, but I happened to see a tweet that asked what your favorite pin is, and so many people said that pin, so I bought some, hypothetically. I totally did that. H-Town Dude, what's up, man? H-Town Dude said bartenders. That's a good one. That's a real good one, H-Town Dude. Thank you for your service, bartenders. Thank you so much. Thank you for getting us drunk. Steven Weatherguy said hookers. I mean, I already said strippers. If you just want to piggyback off of it, that's fine. But, you know. Uh, Steven Weatherguy also said fledgling Twitch fuckfaces. Should we thank them for their service? Ah. No, we should thank you for your service that you put in every day uh, watching and putting up with our dumb shit. Yes, Matthew. Look at Matthew and H-Town dude back to back. <laughs> My weed guy. And then Matthew says, uh, we also have to thank drug dealers. Yes. Yes. Weed man. Thank you. Thank you for your service. Thank you for putting your freedom. You know, they say freedom isn't free. Well, neither is weed. And somebody's out there risking jail time so you can get high. So I say to you, thank you, weed service industry. We need to start making this a regular thing. Like, maybe we should just have a, like, thankful Thursday, we should just thank somebody randomly for their service. Write that down, somebody. Hey, where's my producer at? Right, yeah, hey, would you, uh, there you go. Uh, where were you? What are you talking about? You had to poop? No, you don't poop during the show. What do I, I just pooped the chair. Anyways, can you write that down? What do you mean you don't know? Well, that's because you were pooping. Write it down. Thankful Thursdays. We're going to thank somebody random for their services. It'll be hilarious for like the first two times. And then we probably won't do it anymore because it won't be that funny. Um, Thank the host introducing the stand-up comedy performers. We salute you. No, no, that's not. Because sometimes the host is the performer. So I'm thankful for overnight parts from Japan. Oh, wow. That's got to be pretty difficult to overnight something from Japan. What's up, Sandoval? Good to see you, pimp. What did I get into now? Yeah, we, it's uh, it's going to be a weird one. I'm in one of them crazy moods. Started off with a rant, was late. It's going to be weird. Hadn't even started drinking yet, but that's going to happen. So we got uh, what? Hold on. Sandoval's already drinking. So we got a that the raggedy, raggedy ass rev. What? 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 PB Dub said, thank landscapers. That's, that's, yeah. Although they, most of the time they do this shit wrong. So, um, Papa Bain said, Barry is looking at his wall, acting like he's talking to somebody. Now that's hundred percent true. There's literally nothing over there. There's, I was literally just looking at the corner going, what am I doing? Is this where I'm at now in my life? Is this where I'm at? Uh, thank you to Wendy's drive through workers. Hey, kiss my ass, Uzi. Okay. Papa Bain said, I've never had a good time going through Wendy's. Yeah, me. that's why I almost had to fight a bitch up in there. Um, 
I want to thank the lady. Okay, well, I guess we're just doing this now. We're not going to wait until Thursday. Heck we're yeah. just going to thankful Thursday until, uh, until, oh no, thankful Thursday on a Monday. Fuck it. Uh, Cece said, I want to thank the lady who cleans my office now that I have brought home six bags of peanuts from the rodeo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's why. Why are you bringing home bags of peanuts? I mean, I'll do that sometimes. Like, I'll go to the Astros game and I'll buy a bag of peanuts because I like to drink a beer, watch the Astros, eat some peanuts. That's my, that's my jam. I'm good with that. Uh, but sometimes I'll buy two bags and then bring one home and usually never eat it. But I intend to, like, sit on the back porch and watch a game one day and eat them. Never happens. Um... Thank the ordained. Uh, no. 15-year-old uh, kid at Wendy's. Nice, Barry. No, I didn't fight. I didn't fight a 15-year-old kid at Wendy's. First of all, you can't be 15 and work at Wendy's. I mean, you can because I did. But then they find out and eventually they let you go. So I'm saying he was at least of age. But this this was like an older kid. When I say kid, you got to remember, I'm 48. So, like, you know, I look at some of y'all and I'm like, y'all are kids. And you're not. You're a productive adult. But to me, you're still a kid. If you look. 23 fuck that's a kid to me i was doing my show in austin uh saturday night and i asked this couple in the front row i was like how old are you dude he was like 22 i was like this motherfucker looks like he's 10 like the older i get the younger some people look and 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 he was mexican so that immediately you know what i mean a mexican might be 50 but they'll look 13 so and that's not that wasn't like racist like ms 13 i'm just saying like okay anyways uh, um, Texas Roadhouse peanuts are the best. I would agree with that. Steve, well, how did that come up? Steven is uh, CC that person that has four foot mound of peanut shells under the seat at a baseball game. Yeah, probably her. Sandoval said, shit, get those free bags of peanuts from Texas Roadhouse and hand them out. Oh, that's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea at all. All right. I'm thankful for devious plots to steal food. That's what I'm thankful for. All right, here's your sports headlines. Fucking an hour later. Here we go. Uh, your first sports headline, speaking of 15-year-olds and John Morant, Colorado police investigators um, are looking into the incident with John Morant at a club in Glendale, Colorado. He, If you didn't hear about this, he brandished a firearm while he was live on social media, probably Instagram. I doubt it was, you know, Facebook or Twitch or whatever. He's too he's too young to be fucking with Facebook. Uh, it might have been TikTok. I don't know. It doesn't matter. He pulled a gun out. And let me tell you exactly what's going to happen in this situation before it even happens. I can already tell you, all right? I didn't watch the video. Don't need to watch the video. What's up, Drake? Good to see you, pimp. A dude in my last office threw his shells on the floor of his cubicle. What a dick. Um, I can tell you exactly how this John Morant thing is going to go. Okay. And I didn't watch the video. So if, if there's some facts that I need to know, then correct me. But, um, I saw a screenshot. I can tell you exactly what's going to happen. He's going to be investigated and they're going to say, uh, he's going to tell the police. Nah, it wasn't my gun. I mean, I was with somebody that had a gun and I was showing the gun, just trying to be cool on social media but I don't even like guns, and it wasn't mine. It was a buddy of mine. And then Jaws' buddy, who he probably you know gives a lot of money to or buys him nice stuff, cars, shoes, whatever, is going to take the fall and be like, yeah, it was, it was my gun. I, I was open carried. I was sober, blah, 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 blah. That's how it's going to go. That's exactly what's going to happen. They ain't going to do shit. 
Um, and he, he won't, he won't be disciplined in any way, shape or form. Uh, he'll probably, well, I, I take that back. The NBA might discipline him. The NBA might be like, Hey bro, you can't be out here showing guns on live social media. What are you, what are you doing? Uh, pretty dumb. And I don't know what's going on right now with John ja Morant. I don't know what's happening in his, inside of his head hole, but he needs to get his shit together. Like he's out here fighting kids, uh, pulling out guns. Like, bro, what are you doing? Ah, that's so accurate, Justin. What's up, Jamal? Good to see you, man. Uh, he is fumbling the bag hard. Oh, that's such a great way to put it. I mean, I'm old, so I don't usually say fumbling the bag, but he is. He absolutely is. John Morant was on top of the NBA world. Like, I mean, he literally uh, could have been the the biggest superstar in the sport once LeBron kind of goes away. I mean, he really, he really had that kind of charisma on the court and people were rooting for him because he kind of, you know, came out of nowhere, so to speak. And like, yeah, I mean, we all knew who Ja was, but his first year wasn't great. It was very uh, Jalen Greenish. In fact, not to get too far off track, but I had a theory that if you look at statistically, Jalen Green's numbers and John Morant's numbers, their first year, very, very similar. Second year numbers, trending to be similar as well so ergo Jalen Green is not gonna be what John Moran is I don't see it in the kid but maybe maybe so uh what's up price picks guru does twitch pay well um I mean that's kind of a weird uh question to ask like you just asking me what I make bro like that's uh that's kind of a Social no-no, right? I mean, I guess I could tell you it just depends is the answer. Does Twitch pay well? It can. It can if you have, you know, millions of subscribers and um, all that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, do I make a living? Yes, I make a, I earn a living. Um, You know, I don't know what else to tell you. That's a weird question to ask somebody. Uh, Stephen Weatherguy said he needs to talk to Plexico Burst to see how how playing with a gun drunk at a club goes. True, true. John Miranda's Carlton Banks with a gun. That's not nice, Dre. Shannon Sharp said he's hustling backwards. Oh, what a great way to put it. Sometimes Shannon Sharp comes up with some really good shit. Hey, by the way, don't forget, guys, in seven minutes, join me on the program. Uh, Jenny is mom like she does every single week right here on Barry on Deck. My mom joins me at about 315-ish. And uh, we chop it up. Man, we don't usually talk sports. It's not, uh, you know, we just, we talk about whatever. We talk about life. We talk about anything and everything. Uh, Amos said, being in uh, out of state with a gun, it probably not his. Nobody probably let him hold it down while, I, um, while in town. But to show everyone on IG Live is, uh, as an international star is plain stupid. It's super dumb. It really is. It's super dumb. And... Yeah, I don't think he got on the plane with it. I don't think that, uh, uh, <laughs> what's up, Lordy? Lordy said, flash those guns like John. No, don't do that. I have, I have guns. I'm not pulling them out even on this live stream. That's, that's stupid. I, I should have wore a long sleeve today, in fact. Jesus, look how fat that is. That's terrible. What's up, Lordy? Long time no talk, buddy. Welcome back to the chat. Um, once the law, once that law passed that it's not illegal in the workplace anymore. I feel like when the, this is what T-Max said, I feel like with the way the workplaces run now, it's not that crazy. People have been asking what other people make uh, for the last few years. Yeah. 
I think it's still rude to ask people what they make. You know what I mean? Like that's just uh, that's just me. Like I wouldn't I, I wouldn't ask. That's that's just rude. That's just I don't know. But that's just me. Uh, I'd like to know what Jenny would tell Jaw if she was his mom. We will ask her, Stephen. That's a good question. Uh, here's the thing, though. So they said that um, uh, Colorado, believe it or not, as liberal as it is, Colorado is an open carry state, so you can just walk around pew pew pew, just like Texas. And uh, but there are certain rules, like you can't be uh, drunk and have a gun on you. And also, the NBA has rules about carrying a gun. So we're gonna see what he violated. Long story short, he's not going to say it's his. He's just not going to do it. He's going to say it was his buddies. He was just showing it, trying to be cool, trying to show off. But that's not him. And then we're all going to move on. So don't worry about it. Uh, all right, rest of the sports headlines. Then Jenny's mom's going to join us. X-rated quarterback uh, Derek Carr has agreed to a deal with the New Orleans Saints. Are you happy, Saints fan? Amos, are you uh, are you giggity about this? Is this is this the one you were waiting on? Look, I think the Saints could have done worse. I think the Saints could have absolutely stand pat, try to draft in the late, you know, part of the rounds. I, I uh, what is Derek Carr? Four four times he's made the Pro Bowl. I know some of those. It's like, well, Brady was hurt, and you know, blah 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 blah. I think he could have done worse. Um, I think that Derek Carr, um, you know, he's a he's a middle of the pack ish guy. But they needed somebody. So, and with Tom Brady being gone, depending on what um, what the Bucks do, I mean, look, the, the 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 Panthers need a quarterback. The Bucks now need a quarterback. The Falcons. I know that everyone says that they're they're good with uh uh oh Whistlebridge's what's his name uh Ritter. But Derek Carr, depending on what the Panthers and the Bucks do, Derek Carr might be the best quarterback in that division by default. Especially and and look, you know there are other teams that were in the running. They, the Jets were looking, and they're gonna. Somebody said on the Discord they're gonna mess around and miss out on everybody. It's possible, you know. Like if Tampa gets Jimmy G, I still think I give that. Uh, I mean, as much as I love Jimmy G, I think I kind of like it better with uh, with Derek Carr. Imagine Derek Carr with all those weapons that exist in Tampa. That would be interesting. So, anyways, uh, move on from him beating a kid. Can't move on from that. Who who Matthew? Uh, me move on from beating a kid? No. Oh, legal weed and open carry. That's why I moved here, said uh, Justin. That's dope, dude. That's really dope. Did y'all see the John Morant 8 Mile video? No, I didn't. Uh, I didn't, but I want to see it. Yeah, I know that's what you said, um, but we're not all moving on from beating up a kid. I, in fact, I'll be honest with you. I heard about the story. Didn't even look into it. I don't know. Just, just didn't do it. All right, rest of the uh, sports headlines. The NFL has reinstated Jags wide receiver Calvin Ridley from a gambling suspension. So he served his time. He he did the crime, which is amazing to me that you know, he, as much time as he got, the integrity of the game and all that. But uh, Calvin Ridley out. Uh, has been is reinstated uh, and the sources are saying and this is pretty interesting pay attention to this the sources are saying that Chiefs the, the Kansas City Chiefs are not going to use the franchise tag on their left tackle Orlando Brown and you might be saying why is that interesting well a lot of people thought excuse me that that was going to happen and they have until March I don't know 13 or 17 or some shit like that to get a long-term deal in place, or he can start negotiating with other teams. They franchised him last year 
we're going to have to pay him even more this year. I forget what the step is on franchise tags, but it was going to be more. Let's see. Franchise tag steps. Oh, let's see. The first time you get like top four salary. Um, yeah, so. Oh, this is old too, I bet. Let's see. This is 2014. No, fam, we need a better resource than that. Uh, NFL franchise tag. I just need to know the tiers. Because like tier one, you get a certain amount of money. If your franchise is a second tag, a second time it goes up. And if you're tagged a third time, it goes up even more. Um, can the franchise tag be used on a player twice? Yes, but it costs the team more money. Oh, why is my freaking monitor just randomly go bring? A couple teams are weighing um a player who receives a second consecutive franchise tag is guaranteed a salary of 120% of his first franchise tag salary, uh, according to NFL.com. If, you, if a player gets tagged a third time, which is rare, he gets the greater of 120% of the average of the top five salaries or 144% of his second franchise tag salary or the average of top five salaries from the highest paid in the league, whichever is greater. So, yeah, a lot, a lot of money the more that you get franchise tags. So, in some ways, I think that the Chiefs are really trying to figure this out. They just traded for Brown a couple of years ago and um, already, I guess, potentially wasting that uh, trade by bringing him in. He wanted to play left tackle. He was in Baltimore, and so he's here, uh, or he's in KC, and he played left tackle a couple of years, made a Pro Bowl, really good at what he does. But the Chiefs aren't going to tag him, so we'll see what happens if they get a deal worked out. Uh, Alex said, wait, I lost my sub. Fuck, I thought I had a few more days. I was all good. Alec, what's up, homie? Uh, Reyes, what's up, pimp? Reyes was late, but he's here. You're never late when you're here, man. Uh, Alex said, Bucks in Piss Saint are winning the division. Oh, yeah. Well, um, I think that depends, too, on what the who the Bucks get as their next QB. <clears throat> and is Todd Bowles going to continue to be their head coach? I mean, I'm not sold on Todd Bowles as a head coach. Um, I mean, if you couldn't win with Brady, and I know Brady was a shell of his former self, but still. Jags tagged Evan Ingram and Chiefs released Frank Clark. Yeah, we talked about that on uh, last week, the Jags tagging Evan Ingram. That was uh, one of our sports headlines. So, yeah. <clears throat> and I read where the uh, the Cowboys have made a decision that they're going to, I think, franchise tag Dalton Schultz. So. They already announced our starter for uh, for the Saints. I don't know what that means. Uh, what is this? No TP. What? Why? Why? What? The Bears have a ton of cap space and we'll drop a bag on Orlando Brown. Listen. Oh, that don't mean shit, Alec. Alec said they've already announced that uh, they're QB one. That don't mean shit. If they sign somebody, that don't mean shit. Um, Matthew said no Tony Pollard yeah no they tagged Pollard Schultz to be a free agent oh okay I read it wrong my bad it's Pollard getting franchised Schultz will walk okay so I read it wrong I've glanced at it on the way in uh, well good I'm glad you guys corrected me on that yeah and that's an that's an interesting move um, because now what do you do with Ezekiel Elliott I mean you kind of needed to keep your two-headed monster together but keeping Ezekiel Elliott is possibly going to cost you Dalton Schultz. Uh, it, not that he's going to walk. I mean, they could always re-sign him. But he's now a free agent, so he's free to negotiate with anybody. There are there are some good uh, tight ends on the market. So if Schultz does walk, which he will be the number one tight end free agent, but if he does walk, but there's still some good ones that, they, that the Cowboys can bring in otherwise. So, um, yeah. 
a lot of running backs in the draft. What are your thoughts on Carr getting $38 million a year? Uh, it's, a, it's a lot, but at this point, if you think Carr's the guy, because if you don't think Carr's the guy, why are you bringing him in, right? I mean, that's just that. He's not going to be the highest paid quarterback in the league, obviously. But him getting $38 million, you kind of, if you're committing to him, you're kind of committing to um, that kind of money. I want to see what is the, let's see the, the price range. Let's see. I want to see where that puts him. One second, Jenny. I'm, I promise I didn't forget about you. I just want to see where this puts him in uh, context with all of the other quarterbacks. Let's see. Contracts by position. I'll pull this up for everybody. Chrome. There we go. Oh, scenes. Chrome. All right, there you go. Both Dak and Elliot will restructure. They better hope that that Ezekiel Elliott restructures. I'd be surprised if Dak does, but. Uh, so if Carr, let's see, here's Derek Carr. Have they, have they actually announced it? Let's see what it says. Let's open that in a new tab. Uh, in the meantime, uh, did they announce it? Show did. Uh, show did. So there it goes. Derek Carr signed a four-year, $150 million contract with the Saints. $28 million, uh signing bonus. $100 million guaranteed. That's a little more surprising than anything is how much he got guaranteed over that four-year deal. That's a lot in the NFL for not a super, superstar. Uh, base salary of 1.5 and a signing bonus of 28 dead cap value of 60. So what is the average on the deal? Is it 40? Well, I guess 150 over four. What's the simple math on that? Let's see. I don't know. 150 divided by four, 37.5. Okay. Um, yeah. Amos said 38 is the cost of doing business. And, and I, I mean, that's, that's again, if this is your guy, if this is who you're committing to, then yeah, you're kind of committed to paying him pretty good money. Like you're, that's like I, cost of doing business is a good way to put it, but you don't want to pay dumb money to a guy that's not going to help you. So if you think Derek is the guy though, you do that. And here you go. Derek Carr right now, the ninth highest total contract amongst, um, all quarterbacks. Now his average that also puts him at nine. And you know what? 37 and a half. <sighs> the list of names ahead of him, Stafford, Prescott, Allen, Mahomes, Watson, Murray, Wilson, and Rogers. Boy, that Kyler Murray money is so ridiculous. I mean, there's not a lot of guys that I look at below Derek Carr and think I would definitely 100,000 million percent um, want them over uh, Derek Carr, at least here, right? Like Cousins. Y'all know I got a man crush on Kirk Cousins, but I don't think he far and away wins more games, um, you know, for the Saints than than Derek Carr would. Golf, Ryan, Tannehill. Now, Winston, Trevor Lawrence really doesn't move my needle, but that's good for a lot of folks, so that's fine. Joe Burrow, obviously, uh, is going to get absolutely paid to be bumped up into the top five easily uh, amongst quarterbacks. But the rest of these, Trey Lance, eh, Baker, Tua, eh. Sam Darnold, Trubisky, Garoppolo, similar to me uh, with Derek Carr, but, you know, Justin Herbert's a guy I would definitely take ahead of Derek Carr. Um, yeah, but Bridgewater, Daniel Jones, eh, Keenum, Taylor, Root. I mean, there's just not a ton. Justin Fields don't do shit for me. Uh, yeah, the rest of this is just, it's whatever. 
So it, it, it's not terrible. It's not terrible, but it could be better. You know, hey, what's up, uh, Sensei Bullrock? How are you? If Dak doesn't restructure, this would be his last Cowboys contract. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he don't give a shit. Somebody will pay that dude. Absolutely somebody's going to pay that dude. All right, we'll get back to that. Uh, we can talk more NFL and uh, whatnot. Did I get all the uh, sports headlines out of the way? Yeah, because we got the Orlando Brown. So, cool. All right, because joining me right now on the show, um, I got. I want to use the new one here. Let me see. Oh, yeah. I need, you know, I need to duplicate this. I'm sorry. Uh, this is just going to make, no. Okay, screw it. We'll use the old one. Here we go. Join me on the program right now, as she always does. Uh, Monday's at 3.15-ish. Jenny's mom, Monday, ish. hello. How are 3.15-ish. I'm fine. I'm late. I, I, I was late for the show today. I'm, I'm usually late, but I was extra late taking care of shit. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Well, I... That's what I've been doing. I know. I still haven't recovered from Saturday night. Oh my gosh, that was <laughs> that was interesting to say the least. Uh, in fact, I was going to tell the story about it, so might as well since you're here. Uh, for those of y'all that don't know, uh, I had a gig in Austin at the Alamo Drafthouse Mueller, which I don't know what that means. I guess it's just like some entertainment complex. Yeah. Uh, is is Jenny it super was, loud? Somebody said my ears have been murdered. I don't know what that was. It was it super loud? Maybe. How about oh, that? How about no? I got it. I, no, don't turn yours down. I'll turn you down. Okay. Yeah, just talk normal, mom. Give me a count. One, two, three. Okay. All right. One, two, three, four, five. There we go. I think that's better. Uh, yeah, I think that's better. Okay. Anyways, okay. so got it. uh, yeah. We drove out to Austin, Jenny and uh, my sister Angie went to Austin with me to help kind of sell merchandise and, uh, you know, we're stepping the game up on the road and um, boy, <laughs> it was not necessary. It was, we, oh. oh my it God. It was an odd crowd. It was an odd crowd. Austin's always a weird crowd. They're not, um, they're, they're kind of hipsterish. They're kind of, I don't know. And, you know. It was, uh, it's, I never do great in Austin. So that's not surprising, but, uh, but boy, that was you were a, working yeah. hard. You were working hard to get a laugh out of them. I mean, they yeah. were just sitting there like, yeah, it's, it's always really weird <laughs> there. Um, and, and yeah, so, but that was the, the first show was almost sold out. It was full. Right. Yeah, and, it pretty, um, it was, it, was it, we literally, uh, you would think a packed house of, I don't know, maybe, 80 to 100 people, probably-ish. Two shirts. That's what we sold. Two shirts. That's how little they liked me. <laughs> they fucking... They didn't They didn't hate me. Like, they laughed, but it wasn't like what oh, you're used to, laugh. what I'm used to on, you, on, yeah. on a show. But there was uh, a lot of other shit going on. Like, you had two ladies sitting out in the lobby that wouldn't stop oh. talking, and you, you even said I almost turned into a Karen. Now, mom, my, my question is, I one, almost did. did you, I mean, was the thought in your, okay, so to set the scene, you guys were sitting out in the lobby area waiting for the show to finish so you could sell merch. It was a very small, confined area, and these two random ass ladies were also sitting in that small, confined area and wouldn't stop talking. Well, they were in the bar, and so they ran them out because the show was going to start. So they came bopping over there, and it was like a little cubbyhole, and they said, we're just going to sit here and visit. And I went, okay. I 
thought I was going to lose my mind. Have you ever been somewhere where somebody's talking on their cell phone and you just want to choke them because every, just, every, yes. you don't want to hear it. Constantly. You don't want to hear it. You don't want to know their personal business. Yeah. These two women, especially one of them, she told everything about her life loud. I mean, yeah. I didn't want to hear it. every once in a while I'd get up and leave and Angie got la got to laughing. And then I just, I kept, and I kept throwing them daggers with my eyes. I didn't do anything. They were oblivious to us an hour and a half. Remember oh that? Yeah. And then, oh. Now, let me ask you, sorry, I, was, I was fixing your mic a little bit. I think I see uh -huh. why it was hot now. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So, but I, the, I, you said you were going to turn into a Karen, but I think what really was going to happen is tell the truth now, mom, you're, uh, you know, okay, it's okay. Did you ever during that time think about actually fighting them, like confronting them and saying, <laughs> well, um, I did, you I two did bitches, feel like just slapping them. <laughs> yeah. As to borrow a quote from you, I would love to take you two bitches to fist city. Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever, did you ever think like, yeah, I'm going to take y'all to Fist City and I'm the mayor, bitches. So that's yeah. right. And they were so tiny. I could have probably taken both of them, even at my age. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Well, that and plus you had Angie. So, you know, Angie, oh, Angie, Angie could beat him. up three guys at the same time. She could fight. <laughs> she, could. she could fight. Yeah. She could fight a men's basketball team and not lose. Yeah. And uh, yeah. But you know how you get so irritated and then after a while you can't do anything but just laugh because I, it didn't go in a way. No, because the more I get irritated, oh. the less I want to laugh. Like I just, I'm like, oh my God. I fixate and on it. You know what I mean? I, I would just stare at them. I mean, I would turn around and go. And, yeah. Right. And then she was just oblivious. Just it don't was, give a fuck. It people, was very annoying. People don't care. People just no, don't, they really they don't. don't. No. It was annoying. And then yeah. we got tickled. Angie and I got tickled, and I kept having to leave. So why? 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 <laughs> because oh, because it was just so funny that because uh, I was afraid I was going to hit him. <laughs> well, I kind of no, wish you would have. You know what? This I, I was afraid I was going to say something. <laughs> I was afraid huh? I was going to say something ugly to him. You know that would have been but okay. Angie did. Angie did make a suggestion to him. You know, when your second show started, here they come again, and they were fixing to come in that area again. Angie goes, you know, there's couches upstairs where y'all could visit. Yeah. Well, that's because so they, they were standing in front of the merch table talking. I know, just standing there, just yapping. And I was like, all right, bitches, y'all oh got about two God. minutes of this bullshit. It was, it was so funny. So I was but like, hey, crowd maybe was just not weird. stand in front of the merch table? They're like, well, we're sorry. We don't know where to go. And that's when Angie was like, well, they got couches upstairs. Don't you yeah. want your yapping asses up there? I'll you go bitches. up there. Yeah, it was But terrible. it did remind me of when you're in a, when you're in like a waiting room and there's always somebody sitting in there oh, talking yes. on the telephone and you don't want to know their crap. I, I, I've always know. said this speaker person in public. <sighs> Is it goes like this? It goes uh, murderers, uh, <laughs> rapists slash pedophiles, thieves, yeah. people uh -huh. that use their fucking cell phone in public on speakerphone. That's in that oh, order. Oh, oh. I might even flip flop them with thieves. Oh my god! Because you're stealing my joy at that point. Like, get the fuck out! It, yeah, it's yeah. just so irritating, and you don't want to hear their personal business. No, but anyway, we. We got through it. Now, the second show, tell them about the second show. Well, they left. Yeah, so the second show had like 10 people in it. And this is, yeah. you know, after the booker's like, oh, we always sell out. Well, you didn't stick around for this, Mom. It got, <laughs> it got a little weird. 
So, yeah. So, you know, there was 10 people and y'all were like, well, should we go? And I was like, yeah, I wouldn't stay. There's no reason to stay. We're not going to say if we sold two tickets, two shirts to a room full of 100. <laughs> we we ain't, we're going to sell fucking one tenth of a shirt. We're going to sell a sleeve to one of these 10 yeah, people. Just we, go. we broke everything down. Yeah. So you guys left. But um, in this case, there was like there was like 16 people in the crowd. Right. And the the, the first two guys go bomb. It, not good. Just eat shit. And not their fault, just the crowd. So the second oh, guy, yeah. so 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 they're the guys. I bet that you kinda, were excited, like, yeah, oh boy. I was thrilled. Those are the guys oh. that host and produce the show. And then um the feature went up. And he, you know, he's supposed to do about twenty to twenty five minutes, but the guy that produces the show told us both, look, nobody's here. It's a shitty crowd. I'm sorry. So if you want to go short, you don't have to do your full time. He told me if you just want to do 20, 30 minutes and be done, you can do that. I was like, cool. So I guess he told the feature that. Well, the feature goes up and doesn't do a single fucking joke. He just does crowd work, which, you know, I don't care, especially now. But it's kind of poor form to do that in front of a headliner because normally some headliners don't like to do crowd work. They just want to go up and tell their jokes and leave. And, but it, 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 so it's kind of a, you know, unwritten rule that, you know, maybe ask first or whatever, but in that scenario, in I that case, they're supposed to warm the crowd up for you. No, that's the first two guys. That's usually the MC. Oh, that's right? the first uh, two guys. And, okay, and so, right, so, uh, so this guy goes up and he's a super funny guy and I'm not gonna name his name, uh, but he goes up and he just starts doing crowd work and I, I didn't care. It was whatever. And, but then he does something that I've never had happen before in front of me and, and it kind of pissed me off. And this is what he says. So is there anybody here that's ever wanted to do stand-up comedy before? And uh, two people raised their hand. He was like, well, come on up. No. Swear to God. He just turned the fucking show into an open mic. And I was like, you oh. know what? It's not that it, it, that it, you know, I minded. It's just, it's just a bad precedent. It's, it's really poor form. So he brings up oh, a guy. No, I did not know that. Yeah, he brings oh, up this random ass dude that. who does like a minute joke, and it was whatever. He was just trying to kill time because when when the crowd's that small, you don't normally want to do time. You don't normally want to just tell jokes because it's awkward for everybody. So you're trying to engage them and make it less awkward. And right. I'm fine with that's why I knew when he was doing crowd work, I was like, that's okay. I get it because it's a small crowd. But but once he was like, anybody here ever oh, wanted to do comedy? Them to come well, up? come on oh, up. And then he brings up this fucking. DH gate carrot top looking motherfucker. I thought he was, I was like, what is going on? And he does like two jokes and they were whatever. But then the other chick that raised her hand, he like, you know, he kind of ignored her. And then he, he finishes oh. up. He's just talking to the crowd the whole time and he's done. And I walked on stage and I was like, well, I, I don't really have a fucking choice at this point. And, and besides, fuck it. Like at this point, he's, he's already fucked this whole thing up. So I was just like, Hey <laughs> lady, get up here. You didn't do your, jokes might as well so i brought her on stage and i was just like this is this is comedy hell this is oh no it was the weirdest shit it was a weird and it's in a room where it had an elevator in the room so if you went upstairs to watch a movie and you know you couldn't use the stairs you would bring that you would take the elevator well, when you fucking take the elevator down, it just opens up into a room full of people doing comedy. It was like, what You're the fuck? Kidding. No, I'm on stage. I didn't see that. I swear to God, I'm on stage and this the, the elevators open up and there's some old lady on crutches with somebody else. And they just there she goes, just through the room. Like from and it's just the most distracting shit. I was like, what the fuck is going on? 
Because nobody cool is getting off the elevator. It's all them broke bitches, uh, right? It's everybody that's too broken to take the stairs. It's going to fucking use the elevator. So here they come. It's motherfuckers pulling oxygen tanks and shit. And old people, <laughs> just three old ladies. What? Hey, careful with the old. Well, did, yeah. <laughs> did you make fun of her? I mean, I, I, I kind of did. Uh, it, it reminded me of a story. Uh, so I kind of told that while she walked through the room. I was like, well, this isn't that bad. Uh, one time I was doing a theater and uh, I walked an old lady in the front row. And by, what walking means in comedy parlance is if you walk somebody, you can walk a person, you walk a table. It just means that they hated you so much that rather than sit there and listen to you, they get up and leave. That's what oh, walking a no. person or a table is. I told a story about walking an old lady in a theater where she was sitting in the front row and she just hated me so much that she got up and she unfolded her walker and she fucking... And it took her fucking 25 minutes to get from the front of the theater <laughs> to the back. And it's just this slow, just, and I'm just like, are we really? And no one's going to get this bitch a wheelchair? What? God damn. Like, <laughs> this is awful. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was oh, a shit show. Barry. Oh, it was, it was one of the strangest of years I've been to. That was well, that's sure. comedy though. I mean, that's it, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, everybody thinks said. it's glorious and glamorous. There is a lot of times that uh, comedy is awful when you're on the road, by the way, Christopher Mina, or yeah, Christopher Mina. Thank you for the resub. I didn't say that, but thank you for the resub, man. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. It's a, uh, it's a pretty shitty business. Sometimes, sometimes yeah, you, yeah. it's great. Sometimes it's not. <laughs> So Steven said, but you hey. still got your check. Yes, I still got paid. Yes, of that's course. Important and then thing. uh Evil Death said, Do the fans slash audience get paid to do open mic stand up comedy? Uh <laughs> no. I've never been paid to do an open mic. And that that's if it is, it's not an open Don't mic. Then it becomes to. a professional show. <laughs> so no, nobody gets paid to do open mic comedy. <laughs> Oh my God. Hey, just to change the subject, did you tell the Patreons to save the date? Um, we've talked about it already once. I, I, yeah, but, um, February, uh, I'm sorry, April 1st, April 1st, April 1st at Kobos. We are doing a, uh, very important decade of VIB watch party, uh, for all of the Patreon members. So everybody that's a member of Patreon is going to get an invite. And, right, they'll uh, be getting their invitation yep. pretty soon. Yep, invitations are. I haven't even had a chance to look at it yet, Mom. That's how crazy. Oh, that's okay. Has been. We got but, plenty um, of time. But just be um, expecting. But I had to get the, the date, I had to get the the Facebook ad going for Hop Scholar, which is also happening right. soon. But um, yeah, we're gonna have a very important deckhead watch party April first at Kobo's. Watching Final Four, we're going to have raffles and giveaways and all the fun stuff. And Jenny's mom is taking care of pretty much all that for you. I got a meeting with Kobo today, and then uh, it's on and popping. So uh, make it a priority if you're a Patreon member. And it's only for Patreon members. If you're a Patreon member, it's you plus one. Heck yeah! Uh, and you get in and you hang out with us, and we'll have raffle, and we're going to try to get some drink tickets or some other shit. So, uh yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll have more details, hopefully, at the end of this week or early next for you. Right. So And, and, my my Cougars might be playing in it. Very possible. I'll tell you what. I was going to get into that game against Memphis. What a fun game that was. It shouldn't have I been that close. I ruined it for you, didn't I? Yeah, you tend to do that oh, a lot, I'm Jenny. So Listen, sorry. If you're, and this goes for everybody. By the way, what's up, D-Mata? Good to see you, Pimp. Hey, D-Mata. Hey. 
Demon said, I'm still around to sub. Well, we love you, buddy. Uh, hope you're doing well. Um, yes, I hope so. Yeah. Um, Heck yeah. What does that say? Wow, me and Catherine could make that. Well, come on, uh, Alan Dixon. You should make it. Um, I'll, I'll answer Dre's question in a second. What the hell was I going to tell you? Oh, watching the game. Yeah. I don't watch a lot of college basketball. I don't know how good Memphis is. I, I heard Memphis is pretty good. They're very good. Based very on the good. way that they played, um, I mean, not even being ranked, but to, to, to take it, you know, take it down to a final shot by Shed uh, with no time left. Uh, I don't know if that speaks volumes for Memphis or if I think it does. U of H is I think it does. should be a little worried. I mean, they've only lost two games all year, and and not every one yeah, of them is going to be. A it's blow. a real rivalry, but you know they got to meet them again in the in the tournament. So yeah. not the NCAA tournament, but I mean the right. the like conference. The, yep. AAU, yeah. So anyway, but I'm excited. I, I I would love to have that that night when we all get together too. But whoever's playing, How we'll cool have a great be, time. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, it would be cool. Uh, April 1, very important Deckhead April watch 1. party at Kobo's. Uh, we'll be watching Final Four. It's also an Astros game. And the only thing I'll tell you is pack your patience if you're coming down because Astros it's are in town be. and it's opening weekend yep. for the Astros, plus it's Final Four, and we're all kind of in that area. So Parky's going to be a bitch. Get there early. Yes. Uh, and just pack yeah, your patience and, let and me have say, some fun. Let me yes. say one thing. I keep checking, and and they haven't announced the starting time of game one yet in the semifinals. Okay. So your invitation may say TBA, or it just may have 6 o'clock or whatever, but we'll keep it updated because we really don't know what that time is now. So, what the fuck anyway, was that noise? Was that the fun. dog barking? That was my dog sneezing. Oh, she sneezed? Was, yes. Does <laughs> your dog have allergies? What? Yeah, she does. She sounds all. She got. She, she, she got her allergy shot, but she. Oh, that's a great point, Donna. Just Uber down there and Uber back. If I didn't live, you know, hey, in South yeah. Dallas, I might do that. And Shit. then you could drink and and not have to worry about it. Evil Dad said, "Bless we you, need- Jenny's dog." Shit. <laughs> Um, oh, I love you guys. Uh, Dre said, <laughs> bless you, We're going to have pooch. so much fun. Okay, that's super <laughs> weird. Even though I said, if the Cougars win the national championship, do they get a parade like the Astros? I don't think so. Yes. No. Yes, they do. No. Yes, they will. Not on a taxpayer's yes. dime for a college. Some bullshit yes, college they. at that. Are you kidding me? Mark my word. Get the fuck Mark out. Mark my that's word. That's ridiculous. They will. They, they better, better not with my tax dollars, by God. I'll tell you that oh, goddamn much. What are you talking about? You're going to go down there with me. It's not my tax dollars. I don't live in that city or that county. So fuck <laughs> uh, All right, real quick. No, I'm definitely not going hey, with you. Hey, are you, you know shitting what? me? What? Hey, they could, uh, the Patreons could also take the Metro. You get off in the central station there and then take the Metro out towards a, the a... uh, Minute Mag and get off right there. Yeah, you could take the Metro too. So just saying, oh, you don't want to drive. That's a good idea. You take the train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done that many times to, right. for Minute Maid, So um, Dre, okay. said, Dre said, would Dave Chappelle have, uh, have Austin laughing or would they sit on their hands? No, they would laugh, but I think a lot of them would still get offended even with him. You know, it's a, it's a pretty sensitive oh, yeah. city overall. Uh, St. Peter yeah, has a better but... chance than the Cougars. Oh, Who? St. Peter's. Matthew said St. <gasps> Peter's said has that? a better chance than Boy, Matthew. Boy, Matthew, you and I are going to have to have a conversation. She's about to take you to Fist City, buddy, and she's the I'm mayor. I'm telling you, I'm about to turn into a Karen. <laughs> Again. <laughs> and she's Again. got good practice. All right, mother. I love <laughs> you to right. death. You're the best. I love you guys. Uh, sorry I was Bye. late with you. I love you. 
We'll see you next week. I'll see y'all next week. All right. Bye. That is Jenny, his mom, joins me every single Monday right here on Barry on Deck. Good times. Jenny trying to get your Patreons stabbed. Yeah, that's right. Take the train down to a to a shady area of town. Just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody shows up all bloody. Oh, you wore a cougar red shirt. No, it was a fucking t-shirt. I got stabbed on the goddamn train, Jenny. That's what shit. Uh, what does this say? Uh, can you park, can park at my dad's old house? I mean, is it still his house or are we just randomly parking at a thing? You can't do that. Park in North side Metro station, eat Papa burger afterwards. Okay. I mean, I, yeah, I guess, <clears throat> um, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know yet. I might just, I don't know. Cause if I Uber down there, I promise you it's like fucking $80 to uber down there from up here it's a it's a lot let me do i still have the uber app on my i gotta check in with my sim city i was bored this morning yeah i was stupid oh no that's not uber that's my garage my back door here we go uber let's see if we get a precise while using the app let's see what it costs to get down there right now uh where to kobo's kobo's q on rusk ha <laughs> ha God damn! An Uber X for four people is $48.90. Shit. That's the economy. So it's a hundred bucks round trip. Damn. Uh, Steven said, have uh, Nora drive you. Hell no. She ain't doing that. Are you crazy? Uh, not going to happen. Uh, it cost me 40 bucks from the west side. Yeah, well, I'm up in spring, so... It says four people split. That ain't bad. Is that what that is? I thought that was per person. Oh, so if four people rode with me, we, that would be our total cost. Because I thought this was like if they pick up, or they would pick up other people because it's an Uber X. I don't know how this works. I don't know. They got toll road on here. Look, long pickup fee. Kiss my ass. This is ridiculous. $100 is better than a $10,000 fine. Oh, yeah, or I just don't go. Just skip my own watch party. It only takes $5 to take the metro. Jenny, stop trying to get people stabbed on the fucking metro train. Train. Stop it. What did Alex say? Uh, Roughneck game is at two that day. Y'all going to get what you get that night. is going to be drunk. John's Bones Jones looked out of shape in that fight and still won. Oh, yeah. Somebody asked me about that. Um, where did it go? Barry, did you watch John Jones fight this past Saturday? He put on a show. Uh, <clears throat> so, no, I didn't get to watch the fight. It was actually um, I was driving back from Austin during the main event. I'm not going to lie. I tried to get a bootleg stream going on my phone while driving. But I was unsuccessful. But I will tell you this about that fight about John Jones. I warned you last week when somebody asked me about John Jones, I told you this man is one of, if not the greatest fighter in UFC history. I can't stand the dude outside of the cage. I think he's a pompous, arrogant, piece of shit, garbage human being outside of the, the cage, outside of the octagon. But in just fighting prowess, Fighting ability, one of, if not the most gifted MMA fighters in history, period. And he proved it again um, by, you know, now look, it wasn't Francis Ngannou, and would that have been a different fight? Possibly. 
Um, uh, but, he, he, yeah, and that's the thing. Oh, what is this? That's weird. Oh, that's super weird. <gasps> what is happening? Uh, anyways, no, I I saw where Evil Death said it was rigged. It, no, it, it wasn't rigged. Um, now, I didn't watch the fight, so I don't know. If anybody has a bootleg replay, I'll watch it and give you my honest opinion whether I think it was rigged or not. I think far too often in sports, people want to yell out rigged. If, if whether somebody makes it look easy to beat somebody up or a ref blows a call in a Super Bowl, whatever, or a NFL playoff game. Remember, everybody said it was rigged. That's why the, the, the Chiefs Cincy game and they went back and redid the play and this, that, and the other. I mean, 99.9% of the time, you, the, the, whatever sport you think is rigged is not rigged. Now, are people cheating? Are athletes cheating? Possibly. Possibly. But I don't think you're you're not going to convince me or anybody else that uh, that uh, that the that these these um, uh, what am I leagues I should say are in on it and it's it's exactly and Pat McAfee said it the best and it's true we talked about this on the radio before in this show. Do you understand how complex it is to try to rig an entire sport? Do you understand how many people need to be involved? Do you understand how much money would have to change hands? And do you understand how many people would have to be in on it and then remain silent? And you can't get them to sign an NDA. You can't get them to sign a waiver. You're cheating. It's got to all be, there can't be no paper trail. So it's got to be like, here's a million bucks. Don't say anything. Okay. And then they go to TMZ and go, hey, if I had good information and facts that proves that the NFL is cheating, how much would you pay me? And they'd be like, we'll give you $2 million. Well, I just turned a million into $3 million. Awesome. And then I do it under the guise of anonymity, and we're done and done and done. There's, there's, I just, You're not going to convince me that the UFC or – now, boxing was one of those things where you kind of felt like, maybe judges were being bought off or paid off or whatever. And there was just some that was so egregious. Um, but in general, and I don't think the UFC is in the business of doing that either. Trust me, I don't think they wanted John Jones to be the heavyweight champion. They don't really like the dude. He's polarizing. He's always in trouble off the field. Like it's not, it's not a, he's not the guy you want being the face of the UFC. So, um, does Stipe Miocic have a chance? No, not anymore. I don't, I don't think so. Um, oh, look at Dre, Matthew. I'll take that St. Peter's bet. How much you want to put on it? Yeah. Evil Dust said it was rigged. What is Evil Dust saying? I was planning on coming to Houston for the watch party, but my job is sending me to Orlando March 30th for three days. Well, that sucks, heartthrob. That sucks. Uh... Dick Willie says Shavkat Rachmaninov was number one in Kazakhstan. Move over Borat. Okay. Um, all right. Here's uh, Dick Willie with a question. With the Titans planning to wear Oilers throwbacks for a home game this season, they could wear them against the Texans. I would be so angry. So, so angry if they do that. I really would. That would, God, what a slap in the face that would be. Jesus. That would suck. All right, so there's my opinion on um, John Jones. Kind of told you. I mean, 
I, I, I expected that. I saw somebody else picking Cyril Gaon. I was like, Ugh. pretty good heavyweight. But ah, John Jones is not a guy I would bet or pick against in a fight. Not until he's old and well past his prime. And we ain't there yet. A little thick. Not going to lie, looked different in the cage. But skill set is skill set is skill set. And he's got it. John Jones absolutely has it. In fact, who would be the, let's see. UFC.com, now that they do their own rankings, which I also think is stupid, but whatever. Uh, UFC.com. Jones, Sirogan. Close that. I don't give a fuck about your cookies. If it ain't real cookies, then leave me alone. Here we go. Rankings. There we go. There we go. Rankings. Uh, here is your rankings. Um, pound for pound, top ranked. John Jones is 10. Flyweight, bantamweight, featherweight, uh, light heavy, middleweight, welterweight, lightweight. I mean, I used to. Uh, all right. Um, here you go. Heavyweight. Cyril Gaon. So your champ is John Jones. Uh, he's not there yet. Uh, Cyril Gaon, number one contender. Stipe Miocic. Uh, Pavlovich. Curtis Blades. Uh, Tai Tuavasa, uh, Tom Aspinall. Some of these I don't know. I don't know Aspinall. Uh, Sergey Spivak, uh, Alexander Volkov, Rosenstruck. Yeah, see, damn, Derek Lewis all the way down at 11 now. I tell you what, um, Stipe is set, the number two contender on the list. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I kind of want to see... Uh, When's the last time he fought and who was it? There we go. Fight history. He fought in Ganu. Um, yeah, and he lost. So he beat Cormier in 2020. Twice. He beat him twice. Yeah, I forgot about that. 2019 to 2020. Um, I totally forgot about that. But lost to Nganu, uh, KO, TKO. And, and look, um, how old is Stipe now as well? That's another question. Sure, he is. I don't know. Where does it say his age? I guess I'd have to go to Wikipedia to find it. Nonetheless, um, I think if you'd be, does he? I don't think that he would have um, Stipe's 38. I, I I don't I look he he beat Cormier and you know John Jones was the one guy Cormier couldn't beat now besides Stipe Miocic. Um I don't know that he has the tools the complete set of tools that John Jones has in order to compete with him and that's kind of what it takes. Like you have to be gifted in every single facet of the game like John Jones is in order to be able to hang with him and I just don't know that he's that well-rounded. And if he's 38, that's a lot. What's up, B. Hannon? Good to see you, pimping. Um, is is Maiochic really? Stipe Maiochic. Uh, 40. If he's 40 now, nah, fam. That's, yeah, he's too far gone. Mm -mm. Nope. That's that's too much. Uh, Grasso beating Shiv Shevchenko was impressive. Yeah. That too, because the bullet's a badass. And uh, I saw somebody say he's the first um, Mexican-born title holder in the UFC, so that's pretty cool. 
I didn't get to watch it, and I really do need to start making an effort to watch more UFC so I can kind of talk about it and break it down. Uh, because I, I, you know, I enjoy the sport. I used to a lot know the sport, but yeah, uh, he looks like a serious killer. I think he was in special forces. Uh, who, who, uh, right is wrong. Stipe. Uh, Dick Willie said is he the greatest fighter UFC fighter ever? Yeah. I mean, I talked about that last week and I said, if he's not, he's certainly up there. Uh, Dick Willie, I, you know, the, the short list, <sighs> Anderson Silva, um, Mighty Mouse, um, gosh, who else would I put on that list? I don't know that Connor was around long enough. See, Matthew, I'm not a GSP guy. You're not going to convince me that GSP was one of the greatest fighters of all time. Let's let's do a goat list. Here you go. UFC greatest of all time. Let's just see what they come up with, and we can argue and. And fuss about it. Uh, let's see. Clutch points. I don't give a fuck. Tapology. Uh, what are the greatest MMA fighters? That's Dazzin. Bleacher Report. Lines. Yard Barker. Tim, ranking the 10 best fighters of all time on CBS. Um, well, this was two days ago. All right. Maybe I'll look at that. Tapology. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of a weird website. Uh, let's see. Let's go with Bleacher Report. And CBS. Because they'll go out and at least get like legit guys. Jens Pulver. Yeah. Nah. Uh, Frank Mir. No. BJ Penn. Ah, what's up, Perry? Thank you for the lurk, buddy. Brock Lesnar. I will slap the fire out of you, Catfish. I swear to God. I swear to God. State law. I'll slap the fire out of you. Hoist Gracie. Nice try. No. No, definitely not, Hoist. Uh, Tapology sounds like a brewery. They do like this weird thing. And it kind of would piss me off because they would steal my photos from my website and use them on their website. But I'll pull it up. We'll we'll use all of them. Here you go. All right, so this is um, Clutch Points. Their rankings for the top 25 fighters of all time. They've got BJ Penn at 25, Hoist Gracie at 24, uh, Big Nog at 23, Dominic Cruz, Max Holloway, yada, yada, yada. Stop it. Leave me alone. Let's just go to the bottom and work our way up. Anderson Silva, one. John Jones, two. Well, your boy might know. Uh, George St. Pierre, three. Eh. Uh, Stipe Miocic, four. And no Mighty Mouse in the top five, huh? Daniel Cormier, five. There he goes. Demetrius Johnson, six. Uh, Habib Nurmagomedov, seven. Probably would move him up, too. Amanda Nunez, eight. Yeah, that's got to be up there. Uh, Jose Aldo, uh, also pretty damn good and Conor McGregor 10. How would I change this? Uh, I think first I would flip Anderson Silva and John Jones, especially now that John Jones has held the uh, heavyweight title. Um, hey, look at that. Four-time fight of the night, two-time submission of the night, knockout of the night, two-time performance of the night, youngest UFC champion at 23 years old, Hall of Fame, longest light heavyweight champion reign, longest unbeaten streak in history, most wins in UFC title fights. Behannon, thank you for the other bits, buddy. A thousand, goddamn, Behannon, what are you doing? Holy shit, stop this. Oh my God, he said shot time. We do need to do a shot, uh, but we got a birthday too, but you got it, pal. I'm gonna do a shot. Uh, yeah, but then you, know, you look at the list of things that Anderson Silver did, and don't get me wrong, it was great, but did you just did I just read you this resume? I mean, bro, what? 
Anderson Silva, seven-time knockout of the night, five-time fight of the night, two-time submission of the night, longest title reign in UFC history, 2,457 days, and also um, one of the worst fights in UFC history. One of the absolute worst fights. Dre said, show some titties for a 1,000. No, you got to get to a level five hype train for the titties, bro. We got rules on this show. Let's take the Wild West. Short St. Pierre. So many people love that dude. So boring. I'd, I'd probably put Stipe in front of him. Uh, Daniel Cormier. He just couldn't beat Stipe Miocic or John Jones, and that was it. And then Mighty Mouse. I would probably move Mighty Mouse up to three. That's just my opinion. Uh, I'd be fine with Stipe at four. If you want to put George St. Pierre at five, that would be fine. But that would be me. All right, so that's one uh, Bleacher Report. Here's how they did it. Honorable mentions. Oh, boy, I loved me some Vito or Belfort back in the day. All right, this is, oh, Pat Militich has lost his damn mind. Uh, Matt Hughes, how old is this? Jesus Christ, how old is this article? 2010, get the fuck out of here. This one is 2023. All right, um, that's much better. Number one, John Jones. Number two, Anderson Silva. Number three, George St. Pierre. Number four, Fedor Emelianenko. Yeah, uh, but not UFC. MMA, yes. UFC, no. Uh, there's Mighty Mouse at five. See, flip Mighty Mouse and uh, George St. Pierre, and I'm good. I'm good with that. Uh, Habib is six. Uh, Jose Aldo, seven. Daniel Cormier, eight. Conor McGregor, nine. Matt Hughes, ten. Matt Hughes was a beast. And this is the ranking the 10 best MMA fighters of all time, not UFC. So that's why Fedor is there. So really on their list, um, Demetrius Johnson was four. All right. And then the last one, this is that Tapology website. Fucking George St. Pierre one. Get the fuck out of here. George St. Pierre one. Uh, John Jones two. Mighty Mouse three. Anderson Silva four. Habib Nurmagomedov five. Jose Aldo six. Uh, Fedor seven. DC eight. Stipe Miocic nine. And uh, Volkanovski ten. So there you go. Uh, all right. Who is Habib? Why is Habib so slow? So low? Yeah, mines. I think it's one of those. It's, you know, it's subjective. And I think sometimes people that recency bias kind of get, uh, get in the way of where they rank guys. And I think Habib sometimes benefits from a little bit of that recency bias. Really good? Yeah. Yeah, really good. But um, greatest of all time? One, he just doesn't have the longevity that some of these other cats did, right? And, I mean, there was a time when Anderson Silva was just it, it was just insane. And John Jones, I mean, nobody nobody could, could you know, nobody can handle what John Jones does on a night-in and night-out basis. H- Habib Magomedov never lost, yes. But uh, Stephen, the other guy said kudos to you for pronouncing all these names. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's, it, you know me and names, too. I'm terrible at it. Um. But yeah, Habib never lost. But that that doesn't necessarily mean that he's the greatest of all time amongst all the weight classes, you know. Because they're they're when you kind of look at some of these weight classes and some of the periods when guys fought. I mean, when you look at Anderson Silva and and especially like Demetrius and uh, Demetrius Johnson, Mighty Mouse. That's probably why he gets dropped down a few pegs on a lot of lists. There was nobody for that guy to fight in the weight class. Like, nobody. If he wanted good competition, he would have to move up. Well, where John Jones fought most of his career, there was plenty of competition and great fighters. And so he never really, at light heavyweight, he never had to worry about, uh, because people would move down, people could move up. 
when you're Demetrius Johnson fighting at 125, you ain't getting a lot of competition, even at 135. Yeah, and Tony says Silva uh, was scary for a good four to five years. Oh, yeah, Silva maybe had the longest run uh, of greatness at at the highest level. And But I, I see, I just, uh, I don't know, because... If John Jones doesn't have all of the out of the cage bullshit go on in his life, I think it's no question. But he was suspended and the cocaine and the vodka and the DWIs and all that shit, man. It's yeah, it 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 it, uh, it had a ton to do with it. And despite all that, he still fights at a high level. So I don't know. I think he he still goes down to me. But uh, Dre said wrong. Jones is the best ever. He didn't fight long enough to lose. If 12-6 elbow ruled as legal, John Jones would have been undefeated record. Facts, evil death. Facts on facts on facts. And the 12-6 elbow rule is fucking stupid. Let the record reflect. But yeah, he fought, uh, was it Matt Hughes? No, yeah. Who's the deaf fighter? Was it Matt Hughes? 12-6 elbow and he got disqualified for that. Where's Chuck Liddell? Not there. Uh, Mine said, I'm just complimenting him. Why are you mad? Uh, I'm not mad, Mine's. Not mad at all. Not, not in a bit. Just having a good, good, solid discussion about MMA, uh, which is great. And B. Hannon likes it. So, you know, he he just sent a thousand bits. He, I'm glad he likes it. Um, Barry, um, in a sport where UFC fighters have to have a certain persona to get pay-per-view buys and popularity, Habib let his fighting speak for himself. He stayed true to himself and his religion. Yeah, he did. And and look, I don't equate pay-per-view buys. Oh, okay. He said not you, Barry. I don't equate pay-per-view buys with greatness either. You're you're right. I mean, he stayed true to himself, and there was a time when he was really a, a feared fighter. But there's a lot of guys that are feared. But to me, if you're going to be considered the greatest fighter to ever grace the octagon ever, you have to have a level of greatness, a sustained level of greatness that nobody else does. And there's really only a few guys. John Jones, Anderson Silva, Mighty Mouse, George St. Pierre. Um, And I mean, that's kind of, and, and you see from all the different lists, that's kind of where we're at because they did it for so long. So, uh, and there's other names that you can throw in there, but yeah, that's, that's kind of what it is. So are we ever going to get a John Jones, uh, Francis and Ganu fight? I kind of hope so. I'd, I'd want to see it. Let's see if John Jones is going to claim to be a heavyweight. Let's see what he does against a legit uh, heavy punching heavyweight. Because I think that matters. John Jones has a good chin. But does he have a chin that could uh, withstand a Derek Lewis punch? A Francis Ngannou punch? Because those are the heaviest hitters in the heavyweight division. Those are probably the two. Uh, well, and Tua. Uh, uh, Tio, Tio Vasa. Those are probably the three hardest hitters right now in the in the heavyweight division. So, uh, Boss Rutan. I mean, if you like sound effects with your fighting, Boss Rutan's the man. Bah, 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 bah. And then you bing, and then you bomb, and then you boop, boop, boop. Have you ever watched a Boss Rutan um, video? We got I got to download one of those for you guys. Let's see, Boss Rutan self defense. The Boss Rutan self-defense video is the greatest video. Uh, I might get a copyright strike for this, but I'm I'm doing it for uh, for the people. I'm going to download this, and we're going to watch a little bit of it. 
show prep, downloader, whoop, uh, share, copy link. Yeah, I'm gonna we're gonna watch a little boss rooting. Yes, mines, we are gonna talk NBA as a matter of fact, buddy. Let me show this video and uh, we'll get into it straight away. <clears throat> Here you go. Uh, oh, oh boy. Best we could do is 360p. I mean, you take what you get, right? It's old. Okay, that's done. <clears throat> Let's watch a uh, boss rootin'. Rootin', tootin', highfalutin', and pootin'. Nope. Don't start rapping, Barry. That's not your thing. Um, I guess I'll use this. I guess. I'll just use that. <clears throat> All right. Let me get the video loaded up here. Hold on. Downloads. Nope. What the freaking filth flying? What the hell? Let's see. Let me zoom out. All right. Here we go. So we'll watch this. It's a boss rooting. Bass rooting video. Of uh, self-defense. Here you go. Check it out. Let me tell you first that I've been around. I've been a bouncer for many, many years. Bang, bang, bang. It's a street fight. Never look away from your opponent. Ah. Look, sir, I really don't want anything of this. And I go like this. And I slit your throat. And it's over and out. Everybody underestimates the kick in the groin. Yeah. That's the first thing to do. I follow up, bang, bang, bang. Right away after that, dang it, the dang it, the dang. See what I'm doing? Boom! That's the left elbow right there. I can also deliver, bang, headbutt out of nothing. Boom! The right elbow, bang, right straight. Maybe now the headbutt comes. Knee to the face. And looky, look what we got here. Smack his face. Smack his face. Create distance what and grab hell? a chair. You can slam it into his face. You can stab with it. And while I throw it at him, I will kick him in the groin. Boom, right straight. Gonna bounce his head on the table ten times or something. Don't, don't you ever do this. Right away you say, okay, I'm sorry. Bang, bang, bang. No, I'm not. Bang, he comes bang, in. Boom, front kick. Yeah, that pushed Boom. it. I'll tell you what. A Boom, well simultaneously, the elbow in the head. Grab his wrist. Grab your own wrist and bend his arm. I control him, you That's see? Poor guy, by the way. Knee in the head. I can bounce him against the wall. Everything I want to do. We grab, but nope. just to make sure... We grab this arm also. Now we're in total control. He tried to kill me, so I gotta return him the favor. I step underneath here, and now I'm controlling him. I love it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> they said 10 times or something. It's so great, being and I love it, fam. Jenny's mom said, can I learn to do that? Uh, yeah, Jenny. Uh, why not? Uh, would you do it? Oh, shit, I never tweeted out the show. My bad. All right, show's been treated out. Uh, how have I never seen this before? Oh, it's great. What's up, Eddie Z? Bang, a boom, a boing. He's the son's 1960s Batman. Nice. Well done. It is, right? Pow, biff, bang. <coughs> he is the 1960s Batman. That's a, that's a pretty, uh, pretty uh, spot-on analogy there. Oh, man, what's going on with my little uh, ch uh, ch chat thing here? 
Oh, hey, and by the way, uh, Edzy, thanks for the uh, thanks for the the follow yesterday. Thanks for being here today. Appreciate you. Um. Yeah, Mark, I love that he's so descriptive of everything, right? He's like, and you tried to kill me, so bam, hey, eat this and pow pow, and then having a poo poo, and then a pee pee. I don't know. I don't know why I made Boss Root Italian either. And I got a bing, and a bada bing, I don't know. That was weird. Uh, what here and here in the liver? It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Who's he, Super Mario? I know. Hey, Luigi, I gotta go to jump in the barrel, and bada bing, bada bing, bing, boom. Uh, if you want the whole thing, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll give you the link. Hold on, chat. Let me get back to the link here. Here you go. Control C. And that's, no, that's not Boss's uh, YouTube channel. But here you go. This is the full video if you want to watch it. I mean, I could I could sit here and show the whole thing, but y- you get the point. It's a lot of. <laughs> Ruin said you sound like one of the Mario Brothers. Hey, you kissing my ass, Luigi. Hey, Ruin. Hey, good to see you, buddy. Thanks for being here, Ruin. Uh, he was awesome. Here comes the boom with Kevin James. What was boss rooting? And here comes the boom. Really? Mark said, I can't remember who it was. Another MMA fighter, uh, that's friends with him years back. They got in a bar fight and he threw his friend out the window of the second story. <laughs> I mean, look, if there's one guy you don't want to get in a bar fight with, it would be boss rooting. Uh, Hey, savvy Rod, Thank you for the follow. All right. I owe shots to people. People, let's do some shots. Uh, let's get it. Because we also have a birthday, so we're going to play the birthday song for a birthday we missed on Thursday that occurred on Saturday. Uh, and as you know, if you're a member of the Patreon, and we always give you a birthday shout-out when it's your birthday. Assuming we have the list updated in time, and uh, we didn't, so I owe it to you. And speaking of new Patreon members, uh, really, really quickly want to say uh, shout-out and thank you... <laughs> Welcome back, Toddy Todd. Todd is back on the Patreon. Uh, welcome back to the community, Todd. Love you, boo-boo. Thank you so much. Speaking of loves and boo-boos, Crystal, thank you for rejoining the Patreon as well. Uh, welcome back to both of you. Uh, here's the nice ladder. What? What? <laughs> Since they said, here's the nice ladder. If your opponent is down and heavily concussed, climb on top of the ladder and drop the elbow. <laughs> that sounds like some shit he would say, though, right? While he's down, you can climb uh, on top of the table and uh, Jimmy Superfly snooker his ass. All right. um, We have a birthday in the house. This is probably going to get fucked up. I'm going to try not to get angry when it does. But ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome and wish a happy birthday to... What? It's everybody's favorite birthday song. Like Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy, crank that!
I keep water at the desk. Thanks for falling out of your mom, Eric. Okay, that was probably a little much. Ooh, it's hot in here. Whew. Damn. Okay, yeah, I need that on. A shot, man. Sweat. Go, Eric. It's your birthday. I'm going to tell you, Eric Resendez is not an easy name to spell either because it's E-R-I-K and then Resendez. There's like an I at the end. There's a lot of E's and I's in Eric Resendez. You got you to gotta know what you're doing. I, I always fuck it up. Uh, but that's my dude. So happy birthday, Eric. Okay, I think that's it. Let me see. Let me look at the rundown here. Uh, oh, I didn't do the Hop Scholar link, but that's okay. Story about my gig in Austin. All right, so now we've talked um, We've talked some UFC. We've talked some uh, top headlines of the day. We looked at uh, Derek Carr to the Saints. Oh, happy birthday, Mickey. My bad. All right, so Mines is here. Mines, let's talk a little NBA, buddy. I know you got questions uh, about your Raptors, so get them in. I'll tell you this. I did watch some um, random NBA, not just Rockets. Watched some random NBA yesterday, sat on the back patio, smoked a cigar, and watched um, Phoenix and Dallas play. And then I watched that Mavs Warriors, or sorry, that Lakers Warriors game. And I got a couple things to say. And then we can just talk about whatever you want. Yeah, B. Hannon said Suns Mavs. Yeah, let me just tell you straight up, straight away. I would um, no doubt love a seven-game series between the Suns and the Mavs. The amount of talent that was on the floor during that game was ridiculous. It was. It was absolutely ridiculous, and I enjoyed every bit of it. And I'm not a Mavs fan. I'm not a Dallas fan. I'm a sports fan. I just like good games. I like good sports. I like good basketball. And man, that was good basketball. It really was. You know, the 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 chippiness between Booker and uh Doncic, I'm down for that. Um Chris Paul kind of being the the waning superstar that he is, but still out there mixing it up with the young guys and running things and that was a lot of fun. KD, you've got all that talent, right? You've got all that talent on the Suns, and we kind of see now how that's going to go. Uh, but they almost had their 40-40 night like um, like the Mavs did with Luka and Kyrie Irving. But you've got all of that talent on the floor. And if you listen to the NBA guys talk, they'll tell you that uh, – um, Kyrie Irving is probably the most fun guy to watch. Okay. Whether you think that or not. The other thing is though, you know, and they'll tell you like uber talented ball handler, shot creator, this, that, and the other, but yeah, KD versus Kyrie was big. But I think what you saw is that with all that talent on the floor, Kevin Durant is still the best player and, and still one of the two or three or four best players in the NBA when healthy, when healthy, of course. 
because you saw Devin Booker and um, CP3 and the Suns in general kind of default to allowing Kevin Durant uh, to have the final say in the game, to have the final shot. And when you've got a guy as big as he is that can pretty much get whatever shot he wants, he can get threes, he can drive to the rim, he can... Uh, get you on the move and put you on skates to back up and hit a mid-range jumper. He can, you know, he can play with his back to the basket, but he chooses to never do that because he doesn't need to. But as big as he is, he could post up a little bit. I'm not saying it's going to be great. I don't think he's posting up Joel Embiid. But it, it, I think what we saw was a in a in a game that was rife with superstars, Kevin Durant was the best player on the court. And that means a ton if you're the Phoenix Suns. Right now, Phoenix is uh, fourth in the West. They got a three-game winning streak going. And um, nine and a half back of first. But they are four. uh, They sit in the four seed right now. Mavs sit in the seventh seed. And even though they haven't won a lot since Kyrie Irving got to Dallas, you still look at that team and you think, man, that that one-two punch could be lethal, and it was a fun, fun game, and I'm down for a seven-game series. I'm down for seven uh, in, in you know between Dallas and Phoenix because that's a lot of fun uh, watching that. All right, let's see what you guys say. Just got my 15th spam call of the day. Someone help. Yeah, mine kind of lit up a little bit too. I don't know why. Um, Eddie said, uh, or sorry, Ed, is it Eddie or Edzy? My bad, Edzy. Uh, I was going to say take one Texas Independence Day, but I had to check my dates. Take one for the Alamo failing, falling. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is today the day the Alamo fell? Is it? Uh, let's see. Suns winning the chip. It wouldn't surprise me at this point. I mean, I know, and, and we had Joel Blank on uh, last week talking NBA and he'll be back on again this Thursday. And I still need to cut up a bunch of his shit and post it. Don't even get me started on that. Um, but he talked about Denver. Who's the team to beat. And he's like, look, I know Denver is, is good. And they're one and Jokic is the MVP and all that. But damn, especially if you watched the Suns play one of the upper echelon teams right now in the NBA and the Mavs. It, it was a, it was a good game, but you always felt like the Suns are just gonna be ridiculous. Now I will say something after that game. I think it was Stephen A. Smith that said it, and I don't always agree with what he said, but he had a good point about depth. That's gonna be an issue for the Suns. They're not the deepest team in the world, but you know what? When you got that much talent in your starting rotation, you can afford to uh, you know start off with. CP3 and Devin Booker and uh, Kevin Durant all on the floor together. And then maybe you spell Devin Booker for a skosh and let CP3 and Durant run together or vice versa. And then you can let another point guard take over and play with the person that spelled that, that took the seat first, whether that was uh Durant or Booker. So you can always have a stud on the floor. So you don't have to be the deepest team in the world if your rotation is right. So the Suns are going to be scary though. Nuggets ain't that deep. Jamal Murray's not playing well. John Morant is um, on a couple of days suspension from the NBA, and Memphis has uh, already has um, injury issues going on over there. Sacramento's a team that I'm like, I don't watch enough NBA. What's happening, though? Look, I'm getting a spam call right now, Stephen the Weather Guy. 
Unknown. So weird, man. So weird. Good thing our government does some shit about that, right? Good thing they have that do not call list. I've gotten a spam call at 845, 955, 237, and 421. Like, what are we doing? The fuck are we doing? Um, But yeah, that's... uh, Sacramento, I don't know what to make of them. I, I feel like they're going to be more pretender than contender. Uh, but Phoenix sitting at four, I, I very much expect them to overtake Sacramento and end up with a three seed. So you would have Denver, uh, Memphis, and then Phoenix. I don't know. Uh, talk about the other game that I watched. Aiden just needs to get boards. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, Cincy Bullrock said, Suns have three of the best five mid-range shooters. Once they figure out how to get... Uh, how to get DA involved. It's going to be wild. And and yeah, look, uh, Aiton just needs to block shots, play defense. And, and look, there's the, there's this other thing too, right? If you watched, if you watched a little bit of that Warriors Lakers game, you saw a little bit of that too. Um, but sometimes if you, if you trust the rest of your squad, um, you can you, you can use KD or Devin Booker as a decoy. And you'll see that, I think, sometimes with um, like CP3 getting an open look at a three. This ain't Russ. This ain't Westbrook. You can't leave CP3 open at the three-point line. He's going to shoot the shot. And, and he's not a terrible three-point shooter. What's he shooting for the year? He's not a terrible three-point shooter. And I don't know what his numbers are, but let's see. Stats. Uh, CP3. Chris Paul percentage. He's shooting about 37%. That's not terrible. That's not terrible. It's not uh, the best on the team. Durant, obviously, uh, really good percentage, but very few three-pointers. Um. Johnson's averaging almost six a game and shooting 45%. So that's, but that's what you'll see, right? They'll defer to, to Johnson and let him take a three every now and then, uh, especially if he's going to shoot them at 45% clip. So um, that that's the beautiful thing about those superstars is sometimes if uh, Cameron Johnson is open, they'll trust him to knock that down. I mean, they're not going to go to him and rely on him. He's not going to be, but, uh, but a DeAndre Ayton, the same thing. Right, you can play an inside-out game. Maybe, maybe have eight and put his back to the basket. Um, there's a lot of flexibility with that offense now, so it's going to be pretty interesting. Damn, Lakers Clippers first round will be funny. Oh my gosh, that would be crazy. Uh, this has to be the worst job in the world is spam calling, knowing that you get into an office to do that. Right? Paul was not existent in the fourth quarter, other than assists, but that's all you want from Paul, though. Since a bull rug, that's all you want. Like if 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 you're relying on Chris Paul to be a, a a scorer in the fourth quarter late, you're fucked. We saw that with the Rockets, right? We would see that where James would go cold in the playoffs, and CP3 would have to start knocking down mid range jumpers like he does, which was totally against the philosophy and offensive scheme that the Rockets did. But that's what CP3 brings. That's the beauty of a Chris Paul, even at this point in his career. You need him to run that offense, get Booker and Durant buckets. And if they're cold or fouled out or something happens, then yeah, you need CP3 to knock down some mid-range jumpers and get open, and he'll do that. Knock down a corner three on occasion. But you don't, you, you have, 
two of the, I mean, I don't know about overall rank, but you got two of maybe the top 10 players, top 15 players in the NBA. You don't need CP3 to be that guy. Um, Okogie is also a terrible shooting game. Wainwright uh, coming in and making a few was enough to put him over the top. Yep. Can't root for him. Oh, Dallas. Go Lakers. Oh, Dallas has 15 more uh, made free throws, 13 more attempts, many of which are offensive fouls if the player involved isn't named Luka Doncic. Okay. Well, now, are you a Suns fan? Is that... I don't I don't know. I can't I can't figure out where you fall on this. Um but look, Doncic is gonna get his calls. That's just that's what it is. It's just uh that's just a fact. So I mean he can't be mad about that. He's he and he politicked a little bit and he got some calls and but that's just uh that's the NBA. Since they said, Oh, I'm a Suns fan since uh back in the Starberry days. Nah. Come on, Barry on deck. Suns 76ers, Suns win. Philly loses. MLB, uh, MLS, NFL, NBA, all in the same year. Oh, that would be crazy. That would be fun. I don't know if Philly is going to get that chance, but my God, that wouldn't hurt my feelings if Philly did make it to the NBA Finals and lost to a Western Conference team. I just don't know if they're getting past the Bucks. I don't see it. Um... Yeah, or or yeah, or the Celtics, but yeah, the Bucks for sure. Uh, City of Losers is funny. Harden's return, still a loser. Yeah, still. Uh, all right. So I also watched that Lakers Warriors game yesterday. Two things. One, how, how, if you're the Warriors, do you not win that game? I mean, you're down by twenty. You come all the way back in the first half. And this is the one thing I, I need to go look at the scoreboard because the one thing about a team like the Warriors that you have to be a little concerned about. Let me see here. Okay. They shot 39% from the field. That's not good. Right. And sometimes your shooting goes cold. If what you rely on are outside threes, clay and Steph specifically. Shooting's going to go cold. Just like, you know, sometimes hitters go cold and slump. Shooters slump too. Overall, are they effective? Yeah, of course. But they're going to have moments and games where they just go cold and can't can't get a bucket. And that's a problem, right? And you need, like, Steph and Clay to kind of create. Clay's game is not to create. Steph it used to, you know, be able to take guys off the dribble and had the great handles and obviously without the ball moving, you know, running through screens and picks and all that shit is, is great. But it's just a, it sometimes shooting can be inconsistent for you. What happened yesterday though? I mean, they shot 39% from the field, 34% from three. I can't even explain that. Curry had 27 Thompson had 22. Anthony Davis had 40 by himself. They just really had 39. They had no answer for him. All five starters for the Lakers and double figures. That Lakers team should have been outclassed. They should have been outmatched in every way, shape or form, but you know, even though this isn't a big man's league, Anthony Davis still took over. And uh, I, I don't know what that, I don't know if that says more about the Lakers or, or more about the Warriors right now. I, I don't know. It was hard to tell. But if you're a Warriors fan, you got to be a little worried. Maybe you're a Warriors fan now. Because there's no reason they lose that game to an undermanned 
Lakers team. No D'Angelo Russell. No LeBron James. It's Anthony Davis. Stop me when you under when you know the rest of these names. Okay? Jared Vanderbilt. Uh, Troy Brown Jr. Dennis Schroeder. And uh, Malika Beasley were the other four starters alongside Anthony Davis against Draymond Green, Kevon Looney, Steph Curry, uh, uh, Clay Thompson, and uh, Dante DiVincenzo. Yeah. What? It should have never been the case. The Warriors should have won this game by you know, 15. Easily. Easily. I don't get it. I, I don't understand it. That was so perplexing to watch yesterday, so. Um, but what about the Raptors? Look at, look at, yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, let's get to, I mean, he's left. Mine's left already. Mine's you're not here. Are you mines? He would have chimed in if he was here. Mines, where you at buddy? I said we would talk NBA and you just come in and leave. Damn it. Mines. Um, but the Raptors right now are ninth in the East. There's no reason they should be ninth in the East. They're plus, uh, they're almost plus one. Ooh, I got like a gnat in here. They're almost a plus one scoring differential, which the Heat are a minus seven. That should be better. But, yeah, you've got, I mean, the Raptors didn't do shit at the trade deadline. They stood pat. They they believed in Siakam and Ananobi and Fred Van Vliet, and they, they, that's who they were rolling with. And so far, maybe it was the right call. I mean, are, are the Raptors going to, are they threatening for a title? No. But there was a while when they were one of the four worst teams in the East. They've kind of figured some shit out. So uh, Amos at Vanderbilt uh, got that Rodman hustle in him. He does. He does. He does. But you need more than just that Rodman hustle. I mean, that's great if you're a compliment to D'Angelo Russell and LeBron James and Anthony Davis. But if you're second best guy, if you're second best, if you're if you're if your second best guy on the floor has that Rodman hustle in him and that's it against the Warriors. There's no reason that they lost that game other than they just shit the bed. So, uh, but yeah, Raptors right now, starting rotation, uh, Van Vliet, Ananobi, Barnes, Siakam, and uh, Jacob Pol. I don't know how, I always fuck his name up. How do you pronounce that fucking name? Pol? Podal? I don't know. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. I don't even know the dude. He's averaging 12 points a game, nine rebounds, two assists, three assists. Okay, good for him. No idea. Give a fuck. Um, but Raptors, in fact, let's look at the whole standings. Let's do that. I don't know why I'm bogarting and I could share that with you guys. I could share the NBA standings with you. Here you go. Yeah, here's your East Bucks, Celtics, Sixers, Cavs, Knicks, Nets. There's your top six. Heat, Hawks, Raptors, and Wizards around out your top ten. Those are your play-in teams. Pacers, Bulls, Magic, Hornets, Pistons are the worst teams in the East. Over in the West, Nugs, Spicy Nugs, Grizzlies, Kings, Suns, Warriors, and Timberwolves are your top six. Your play-in games, uh, Mavs, Clippers, Pelicans, Jazz. Oh, remember when we were told the Jazz were in a rebuild? Also remember when they were like the hottest team in the NBA for two or three weeks? 
Remember that? Uh, outside of the playing game, look it in. Lakers, Thunder, Blazers, Spurs, Rockets. Only one of those teams is a, has a positive plus minus, and that would be the Thunder. But I don't know that they're going to – I don't know. I mean, the Jazz and the Lakers are no great shakes. The Jazz do get Russell and LeBron back soon, though. Could be a problem. Could be a problem. Um, Clippers are a minus .3 differential. Jeez. And Minnesota is a zero uh, differential. And the sixth seed, that bodes well for the teams behind them is what that means. So, uh, Rockets, Spurs, Pistons, and Hornets tanking for the first pick. Oh, they, they, I mean, don't listen. The Rockets are not tanking. The Rockets are just a shitty basketball team. Don't, 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 don't mistake that. You know, don't, don't, don't get it twisted. The Rockets just suck. Like they're just a bad basketball team. Facts. So, uh, we knew the Jazz were going to fall off, though. December is always where the real contenders appear. No, that's true. That, I don't think anybody expected the Jazz to be able to maintain that level. I mean, being number one, yeah, you're not you're not going to maintain that. But uh, Dang Canadians. Heat, 2%. Hawks, 10%. Raptors, 20%. Wizards, 28%. Pacers, 66%. Bulls, 77%. Magic, 96%. No miss. What? Steven said, I like how Barry's actually dedicating time to keep up with the Raptors. I mean, listen, you got to give the fans what they want. Fan. You got to give the fan what he wants. NBA's playing tournament is a glorified wild card. That's all it is. Yeah, oh, 100%. All it really is, Evil Death, this, this play-in tournament is literally just to keep those cities and teams, uh, fan bases interested so that they can still sell tickets. I mean, think about that. The Lakers are, what, a half game out? Did I just show you that? Lakers are a half game out of the play-in. Yeah, they want the forum sold out. Of course, because if you look at top eight and they're like three games out with a couple of weeks to go and you know this team is eh and LeBron is hurt, not that much of a chance. But Laker teams or Laker fans look at this and go, well, 14 and a half out, 14 and a half. They're, they're tied with the Jazz right now for the 10th spot and they just beat the Warriors who are fifth. We got a chance. I'm going to go watch the game. I'm going to root for them. And I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that. You just want a way to separate the contenders from, from the pretenders. But, I mean, even all the way down to Portland. Portland has a 469 winning percentage. They have 34 losses, the same amount of losses as the Jazz, Lakers, and Thunder. They're all in it. They're literally all in it. There are two teams in the West that are not in a hunt for a postseason berth. Yeah, the NBA is winning, bro. They knew exactly what they were doing when they did this. Of course. And I don't blame them. I mean, I don't give a shit. Over in the West, it's a little bit different. You know, I mean, the, the Pacers probably still feel like they're in it. Two games back in the loss column of the Wizards. Same thing for the Bulls. And so maybe the Bulls and Pacers fans have a little hope. I mean, I'm sure they're watching a little closer, but no. Uh, but the West, bro, two teams. Two teams that can just go on about their business and wait on the draft. Everybody else is in it. Everybody else has an opportunity to buy playoff tickets. That's all they wanted, and that's why they did it. 
Uh, told Alice, well, that's the American way. What? Why would I want to sell out more to clean? No way, sir. What? I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Yeah, he did miss a three-foot bucket on Sunday at the end. She's, she's so bad. KD versus Steph in the playoffs. Um, I think I would really rather see, Um, you know, like I said, I, I kind of want Suns-Mavs. Well, because what? Once they get top eight, then you've got whoever whoever wins those. Let's just assume it shakes out like this, right? So round one would be Clippers, Nuggets. You'd have Mavs, Grizzlies, uh, T-Wolves, Kings, and Suns, Warriors. Uh, the Suns, Warriors, it doesn't do as much for me. But if if somehow if the Mavs, I mean, and the Mavs really, I mean, they're one loss back of the Warriors right now of the five spot. Come on, Dallas, get your shit together. You can overtake Minnesota. They don't even have a positive plus minus scoring differential. The Warriors can't beat the fucking Lakers. Come on, Kyrie and, and Luca, get shit together and get up there to the five seat. Although you're probably going to have to move up again because Sacramento is probably going to be caught by the Suns. I don't know. Uh, Sensei Block said, uh, or Bullrock said, uh, Suns Nuggets and Suns Mavs would be the most fun. I don't know about Suns Nuggets. I don't know that the Nuggets are going to make it fun for me to watch. Right now, I think the most fun is Phoenix and Dallas. Uh, the Warriors, when they're playing well. I don't know why my nose is itching so bad. And then maybe the Nuggets. And, and look, the Kings can be fun to watch because they got nothing to lose. They don't give a shit. They're just out there balling. And if you're a Rockets fan and you watched them, boy, the Kings had their number big time. But they can be fun to watch. Grizzlies with John Morant and everybody healthy could be fun. But after watching the Mavs-Suns game, I'm in. Give me seven of them. I'm good. Uh, Dick Willie said Kyrie winning a ring with Luka would be insane. It really would. I just kind of want at this point, and I don't even like him all that much, but I kind of want CP3 to get his flowers. I kind of want him to get a ring. I know that's not how this works, but I'd be lying to you if I didn't say it would be kind of cool. Right? I mean, there's certain things in this world that you you just kind of want to see happen in sports. You want to see uh, Chris Paul get a get a ring. You 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 want to see um, you want to see Mike Trout make a playoff game. You know. Uh, you, you, you want to see, uh, that's all I got. If Luca wins, does this put him above Dirk? That's a good question. Flip. I, I would say no, because, because one Dirk is like uh, Dallas's version of a Lajuan, right? If, if Harden would have won a ring, that wasn't going to put him above Olajuwon. Just wasn't going to happen. Number two, I would say no because uh, Dirk did it with really no help. And Luka would have had one of the better players in the NBA on his squad. One of the be better ball handlers and creators in, in Kyrie Irving. Dirk didn't have a Kyrie Irving. At least not that I remember. So... I would give the edge to Luca. I mean to uh to Dirk and he's just so beloved in that town. Like he's the OG championship winner. 
Dirk has no all-stars that year. Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. You want to see the Yankees win a World Series? Jared Taylor, I swear to God, I'll come through this camera. I'll slip the fire out of you and see that the Yankees win a damn World Series. Uh, um, what does that say, Dick Willie? said, he and Giannis and Akeem are the only players in the last 30 years to win a title with no help. I wouldn't tell you that Olajuwon didn't have no help now. I think that's a bit of a stretch. That second one, he had Clyde. That first one, uh, the the depth of that team. I mean, that the Rockets may have not have had multiple all-stars. But again, you got to remember, too. I mean, look, this was not the era of the big three. This was the era of the big man. And in the era of the big man, the Rockets had the best big man by far. So you didn't need three superstars, but their role players and their depth were so good at what they did, right? Like Robert Ory would stri- – I mean, Joel and I used to talk about this on The Usual Suspects all the time, and Joel would be the first to tell you. Rudy T invented the stretch four. All these all these fours and fives you see playing, playing the wing and knocking down threes, that was Rudy T and Robert Ory. They invented that shit. And then you had guys like Vernon Maxwell and, and Mario Ellie and guys that could just, they played their role and knew what they were responsible to do and did it. And all Olajuwon had to do was if he wasn't going to score, you had to find one of those guys, Matt Bullard, to knock down a three, and that was it. You were good. And then along comes Drexler and Sam Cassell and same thing all over again, you know? So uh, while he didn't have a, another superstar, I don't believe, in year one of the, the, uh, the first championship that he won. I mean, he had Otis Thorpe, who his job was rebound. Just go get rebounds, defensive rebounds. If Elijah didn't get it, you get it, right? <laughs> if Elijah on the on the bench, you go get the rebound. So, I mean, there was – Dirk didn't have a bunch of all-stars, but he had a very experienced team. And that was kind of what Elijah's first year was. <laughs> Roughnecks have the longest <laughs> – Oh, excuse me. Rough. I mean, hell, the Roughnecks have the longest winning streak based on number of days in the history of football. Okay, that's now you, Dick. Will you've lost me reading your messages, privileges for the rest of the show? That's a ridiculous statement. Uh, don't slander Matt Maloney like that. Okay, now let's settle down a little bit. Middleton is a three-time All-Star, though. Yeah, but um, so yeah. Uh, thank you, Evil Death. I appreciate that. All right, um, we just chit-chat and chitty-chat. Let's see. So there was some NBA talk. Uh, I did get to watch that. Y'all want to finish up with some non-sports? Is that good? I got Mavs, Suns. Are the Warriors broken? We talked some John Morant. I got NBA power rankings. We can get to that later. Uh, we can do that tomorrow. Um, still haven't done Russ and Pete. I kind of did Tom Brady thing. That was a little rant to open the show. We'll mark that off. Um, we didn't talk combine. We got to do that tomorrow for sure. We'll talk some combine. I got a couple of different links that we can get into. Um, I didn't watch the combine. Any of you that know me that have watched this show or used to listen to me on the radio, you know, I ain't watching those stupid ass combine. Okay. I'm not fucking doing it. I'm not. So. Uh, you won't get me breaking down the combine. What I will do is take some of the top stories from the combine and we can discuss that. Maybe I'll grab some Rich Eisen um, 
footage and we can watch it together. But you know, you show up here, you get you, you never know what you get. You get you get uh, college basketball talk, and then you get some bah, bing, bang, boom, film study. So there you go. All right, and I we did talk a little March Madness. Well, Memphis. I didn't get to the poll. We'll do that tomorrow. Brian Kelly had some thoughts on the SEC's proposed schedule. So, uh, what is this? Okay, so let's talk some non-sports. Them names were past their prime, but holy balls, that team on paper looks ridiculous. Who are you talking about? Sensei Blog, who are you talking about? Barry on deck, live simulcast at the Fredericksburg Walmart. No headphones again. Nice! Cisco, you know what you should do, buddy? Francisco, you should go to the electronics section, find a TV, hook your phone up, stream it on your phone, and crank that shit like Soldier Boy. Hey, lady, why are you wearing a moo in this Walmart? You look like a fucking idiot. This is why your husband cheats on you. Get out of here. Am I still on speaker? I hope so. Right now, there's some lady like, what? My husband doesn't cheat on me. Not anymore, he don't, bitch. But he used to, because you wear a goddamn mumu. You're 38. You've already given up on life. It's disgusting. Get your shit together. Go put those cookies back and go get a salad and some fruit, lady. Okay. Let's talk that shoplifting lady who claimed assault. Yeah, that was some bullshit. And we'll talk about that tomorrow, too. Uh, let's talk some TV, though, because I did watch a bunch of shit this weekend. Plus, uh, Chris Rock came out with his new special, and as a... As a professional stand-up comedian, which I know, it sounds pompous, but I do get paid. I mean, it's not great, but I ain't getting rich, but um, I get paid to tell jokey jokes. Let's talk about them for a minute. Let's talk about Chris Rock. Also, I have on my list of things to discuss that I watched. I watched the first episode of Mandalorian Season 3, and I'm caught up on The Last of Us. But let's start with the comedy. And hey, what's up? Definitely not Joe Pro. I'm glad that Joe Pro, definitely not Joe Pro at all, is here. Um, he had me rolling on the Discord, by the way, Joe Pro. That was fucking hilarious. I hope you're good, buddy. Uh, it's been a Monday as a motherfucker, ready for a replay. Man, yeah. It even started late because my Monday was crazy. Uh, Total Dallas says security checked the wine guy with glasses. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, boy. Excuse me. Um, all right, so let's talk a little bit about this Chris Rock comedy special that came out. How many of you have watched it, by the way? How many of you, because uh, it was actually, maybe that's why my second show in Austin was only 16 people. Everybody stayed home to watch Chris Rock live. Maybe that's what it was. That's not what it was. How many of you put a one in the chat if you watched uh, Chris Rock's new comedy special, either live or later? Like, I got home. Uh, I went and got me some Whataburger after I got back from uh, Austin. And, um, yeah, and so I went and watched. It was like 2 in the morning. So I'm not going to lie. Uh, I started watching. I watched, like, the first 35 minutes. And then I had finished my Whataburger and fell asleep. And then woke up like 15 minutes later and it was still going. I was like, well, fucking I'll finish watching this and go to bed and I'll watch it later. And I didn't go back and pick up where I left off. So I've watched most of it. I've watched enough to be able to make an educated opinion about the special. And I saw, and I got to be honest here. 
I got it. So only four of you watched it? Titan Hugo, Flip, Nasty Nate, and Amos? Okay. Joe Pro said he took a car wash, a belt sander, and some lava soap, but he's all good now. Bro, I couldn't imagine washing my balls with lava soap. That shit would hurt. Oh, my God, that would hurt. All right, so four of you watched it, and the rest of you are going to be like, we don't care. Talk about something else. But I'll give you my opinion. I saw a lot of my uh, comedian buddies and friends um, talking about it. And a lot of them, I mean, a lot of them were posting online after it went off the air live that he's still the goat. He's still the best. He still has it. One of my favorites. And, and, and I'll say this first and foremost, comedy is subjective. I'll never tell you. And, and I don't think it's fair. And actually, I think it was Andy Huggins that said this to me when he corrected me once. Cause I was on a show with another comic. I was like, yeah, this dude's not funny. And he was like, ah, eh, don't say that. That's not necessarily fair because it's all subjective. You don't think he's funny, but that doesn't mean he's not funny. Maybe other people think he's funny. Now, obviously, nobody was laughing, so I was right. But but he's got a great point. Comedy is very subjective. A lot of you may come to my show and think that I'm funny. A lot of you may come to my show and think I'm not funny. Who's right? Everybody is. Um, so I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I I don't think Chris Rock is funny because I that's... I do think he's funny. But I thought this special was not that good. Um, I, I'll start from the ending when he was standing there way too long. Pointing at people. And by the way, um, you know, it's one thing to get your accolades. You know what I mean? Like, um especially when you're Chris Rock and you've addressed things that people were waiting for you to address and you, you stand on stage, you kind of give them political waves. Oh, thank you. You know, you point, you're not pointing at anybody. You're just pointing at random people that people think that you're pointing at somebody important. You're not. So you're just like, ah, what's up? Hey, you. All right. Yeah. Oh, I see you. Oh, hey. Okay. All right. Hey, up top. I love you. Thank you. Like that's just kind of standard fare, right? But my guy stood out there for like 10 minutes and he would be like, and he would do like this. And then at one point he was waving, but he was going. And it looked like he was doing like a little Hitler thing. And I was like, bro, you got to stop doing that. You got to just wave, homie. Like, I don't know, but stop doing that. Stop, stop being like, hey, okay, crowd. Like, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, Alex said Barry points at people on stage like, shut the fuck up. I'll do it. Yeah, for sure. Hey, shut the fuck up. You're stupid. But, um, so that was the ending. I thought, okay, you're just, yeah. and then, and then the other thing is this, and this is even when Chappelle did it. Never in the history of comedy has there ever been a comedian so great that he needed to actually drop the mic when he was done. I'll just go ahead and say it. Chappelle has done it. Chris Rock did it. And he didn't just drop the mic. He threw the motherfucker down like, yeah, I just killed that shit. I mean, you really didn't, in my opinion. In fact, I maybe legitimately laughed, like, <laughs> even internally, like, oh, that was a funny joke. Now, I don't laugh at a lot of comics anymore. I'm jaded as a stand-up. But I still laugh at Bill Burr. 
Mike Epps can get me giggling. I mean, there's still comics in there, jokes that make me laugh. Joe Coy had me fucking dying when he did his uh his whole bit about sleep apnea. And that was high and sober. I had seen it twice and still laughed at it. So I'm not dead inside. I still laugh, but I mean, Chris Rock, he had me like maybe one to two jokes that I. <laughs> so to slam the mic like that. I just no. Amos said he was thinking about how he flubbed the final joke. That's not it. He legitimately thought, oh, mic drop. Got it. Bam. It wasn't that good. It wasn't slam the mic or even drop the mic good. It was okay. It was an okay special. Okay. It wasn't great. And I certainly didn't think it was mic drop worthy. But then again, I don't think I've ever seen a special in the history of comedy that's been mic drop worthy. So Chappelle, Rock, all the goats do it. And it's like, you don't need to do that. You First of all, it wasn't that good. Second of all, it just looks pompous and arrogant when you do it. Like, stop. Um, but I just thought the material was, eh. I mean, Chris Rock is a, a pretty smart comic. And I just didn't feel like there was, like, I felt like he left a lot of meat on the bones of, of a lot of his premises and jokes. And I also felt like he was just kind of getting by on name and, and old shtick. Right? Like, it just felt like he was trying, he was... This is what it felt like to me. I felt like Chris Rock was on stage doing an impression of Chris Rock telling jokes. That's what it felt like to me. As we weren't getting an authentic, you know, Chris Rock, we were getting some guy doing Chris Rock and trying to sell his jokes like Chris Rock would sell a joke. It just didn't, it, I didn't vibe with it. Eh. Uh, Joe Pro said as a former sound guy, I, uh, I had to bang pow kaboing being the groin, whatever invented the, whoever invented the mic drop. Oh yeah. It sucks for him. Yeah. Since a bulldog is right. It's so bad for it ruins the mic. Uh, flip says it seemed like a money bag, money grab special. No, I think he was actually trying to come back to some sort of prominence. In comedy, especially given what happened with Will Smith at the Oscars and Jada and all that. And I thought he had like the first and he did it twice, though, but he was like, I don't need another rapper mad at me. Then he kind of just doubled down on that. And the first time I was like, huh, all right. But then he did it again. I was like, I mean, this is the same shit. I thought it was OK. But then again, you know what? Where I'm at right now. I mean, I think Chappelle's last couple of specials have been OK. Not great. Not goat level. They've been okay. Chappelle made me laugh a few more times in his latest special than Chris Rock did. But neither of them have made me laugh a lot in a while. So, I, you know. And look, don't get me wrong. <laughs> if anybody understands how hard it is to come up with an hour of great material, it's me. I've been doing this for 10 years and I probably have an hour that I would be proud of to put on a record or an album, I should say, or a special. And at 10 years, I've amassed about 60 minutes worth of comedy that I feel like would be special worthy. And these guys are expected to do it every time. 
That could be difficult, man. Now, granted, they perform more and have more money and probably pay writers and all that, but yeah, difficult. Uh, good show of what I caught. Going to catch the start of the show now. Hey, appreciate you, Reyes. Uh, good to see you, pimp. So, yeah, end of the day, it was just okay. Uh, all this claims of Chris Rock is still the GOAT. Even his jokes about Will Smith were okay. Josh! I appreciate you, Hooligan. Thank you, homie. Thank you for the 500 bits, man. Good to see you, pimp. Uh, just in time for the wrap-up. Uh, much appreciated, homie. So let's do this. Uh, do we have anybody to raid before I bounce up out of here? Eric Griffin is playing Warzone. We raided Ben Verlander last week. Motokill NBA, Grand Pooh Bear, Shopmaster. Uh, I really need a mod to like starting. Uh, hi, fam. Bye, fam. <laughs> What's up, pimp? Uh, just okay. Cause I wasn't here. No, the, yeah, the special Chris rock special. It was okay. It wasn't great, but it was okay. Um, do we have a raid? I really, I need someone to be in charge of finding us a raid every day. I really do. I, I got it. Well, uh, since they bull rock said I can go live, you can raid me real quick. <laughs> well, uh, what I'm trying to do is use the raids as kind of a marketing thing. You know what I mean? Like I want to. I want to raid people that we can expose the show to and maybe get raided back and get some followers and maybe some people. I want to use it as a marketing tool. Yeah, I want to show love to the people that show love to us, but um, but I also want some marketing opportunities. But I just don't see anybody. Um, you want to do Shopmaster, CC? Barry, do you know or have you met Billy D. Washington? He's a stand-up comedian and a huge Houston Rockets fan. Really? Um, yeah, I... Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's my boy. Like, Billy and I are like... This is one of my best friends in the business, uh, Billy D. Washington. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> he's done this show before. And I know you didn't know Evil Death, but yeah, he's done the show before. Like, Billy, in fact... Uh, was one of the first guys I ever featured for and was the first comedian to take me on the road and let me feature for him at a club, at a comedy club. In fact, at the club I'm about to go to, uh, Hyenas, but it was at the Hyenas Dallas location, not Fort Worth. But Billy took me up there and introduced me to the club owner and said, hey, you need to watch my guy, Barry. He's funny. He should be working your rooms. Billy let me feature for him. The club owner watched me, and the rest is history. I was... uh from then on, I started featuring there and then got moved up to headliner. And uh, there you go. But Billy is actually headlining my next Hop Scholar show up here in Spring, Texas. So if you want tickets, I'm going to put the link in the chat right now. HTTPS colon bit.ly forward slash hop ticks 0323. You're in the Houston area, especially North Houston. Get over there. Get you some tickets. I just posted the link. Uh, just click that link and you can get tickets. We always sell out. These shows always sell out. And uh, this one will be no different. We've been trying to get Billy into this sh into my room for like a year plus. Uh, since they Bullrock said, do you ever do shows in Arizona? You know, oddly enough, I've never performed in Arizona. Not yet. But I have so many people out there that I know that I need to get out there and get a room. Uh, so, yeah, I need to I need to make that happen. I need to get out there and. Um, book a book a show out there ASAP. I'd love to perform out there. I hear it's great. I hear it's great. Uh, yeah, Billy D is good people. I do agree, Joe Pro. 
I haven't had Billy on post COVID. We've tried. I in fact I had him scheduled. Um, when did I go to Oklahoma? I had him scheduled for that gig. And uh, was it Oklahoma where I went? Wherever it was. No, no, no. It was Alabama. Yeah, it was Birmingham. Stardome. He was scheduled to come on that Wednesday. And then I figured out I had to leave that Wednesday. So I wasn't able to do the show and he wasn't able to join. But he was already on the book. So right, we're, we're going to try to make that happen again. But nonetheless, he's going to be at uh, Hop Scholar Friday, March 31st. Ticket link in the chat. All right. Let's get out of here. Who are we going to raid? Let's raid Shopmaster per CC. So there you go. Shopmaster's on. All right. Let's bounce. His outro is playing. You hear it? Thanks for hanging out with me. I'm sorry I started the show a little late. Had to get some shit done, Facebook-wise. I mean, ad-wise, I should say, for the show. Hey, uh, happy birthday. Happy belated birthday to Eric Resendez. Thank you all for the love, the subs, the new followers, the cheers. Uh, for everybody that got the hype train going and that popped in later, I appreciate you. Uh, and for hanging out. You were here. Thank you. Even if for a little bit. Thank you to Francisco for walking around Walmart with the show on uh, speaker, pissing off people like, like my mom. There she is. Thanks to Jenny's mom for joining me. She said bye, Dick. Yes, go too. Hello. All right. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Don't forget, 2 p.m. is when we do it again. We're tomorrow, we'll, we'll pick up some of the stuff that we didn't get to today, including we got to talk about The Mandalorian, first episode, season three, The Last of Us. Coming up on their last episode, we need to talk some NBA power rankings. Uh, was Russell Wilson trying to get Pete Carroll fired? <gasps> what? We'll talk about that. And uh, combine winners and losers. What's going to happen with Anthony Richardson? My buddy LZ has an article about that we can discuss. And so much more. All tomorrow. Thank you for everybody saying a uh, good show in the chat. I appreciate you, Alex. Uh, Joel, it's good to see you, buddy. Thanks for being here. All right. Until tomorrow. Do me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. Most importantly, love each other. Did the raid happen? Bye. Eddie's making a YouTube video.